0: Let's go Let's go Oliver over If it wasn't for all of my haters, I wouldn't exist I can remember when we was strapping and moving the bricks I can remember
1: the i How you doing today, Romers? We are back again. It is us, your
2: hosts, Romulus And Kojo And this is episode 20, I believe Yeah, yeah. actually I was wrong with the last one, so yeah
1: 20, yeah, wow, 20 episodes. Hurrah! Yay! <laughs> Uh, so how's your how's your week the rest of your week been since we saw each other on Monday Friday or, on Friday Sorry. Friday how yeah the weekend, weekend.
2: okay uh, weekend was really good um, Spent most of it just working but got to spend some time with my tingle and um, how was that it was good <laughs> I should so probably cool. clarify what a tingle is mm-hmm. a tingle is that weird stage where it's like. There is an intention of a relationship, but it's too early to really, like, give it a title. So you mm-hmm. kind of just give it more based off of a feeling that um, you get from the person that you are with. So, yeah, that's my tingle. So I spent some time with my tingle. And okay. um, because I don't really want it to sound like I spent some time with my tingle, mean like, oh, jerking off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was tingling away. <laughs> yeah.
1: Spent, spent the weekend tingling. <laughs> yeah.
2: Just tingling off. Tingling... There were so many videos to tingle to. It was like, it was a whole thing. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but no, I was working for the most part. Um, got a few things handled uh, business-wise. Had to do a few reports and send some other stuff. But for the most part, it was actually a really great weekend. How was mm-hmm. you? How was everything with yours?
1: Uh, it was good. It was, Um. I went, I spent half of the weekend with my girl's family. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hung out. I think it was her dad's birthday. Okay. And then uh, yesterday I some uh, like my sister and her fiance and some friends came over to watch the football game.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: while we play Soul Calibur cuz Soul Calibur is base god. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, I actually it was like a there was a meme that I saw online. It was like, uh, what kind of what kind of a video gamer are you?" It's like, mm-hmm. oh, if you like if you like Street Fighter, you're just some basic piece of shit who mm-hmm. just wants to go off of the hype. If you're into Tekken, so what if you think you're better than all of us? Fuck you, guy. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you're a Soul Caliber main, it's like, oh, you you clearly have an appreciation for the sport. Um nobody likes you though. But I mean, hey, you gotta you gotta live with gotta live with the decisions you make in
1: life. Yep, that's true. But Soul Caliber is crazy, it's crazy good because it's like an eight way yeah, yeah. fighter. You've played Soul Calibur. yeah, of course. Right? And the weapon system makes the game it, like it gives the game another layer mm-hmm. to it. You get what I'm saying? Because Tekken, it's just like punching and kicking, yeah. And same with Street Fighter, and a lot of fighting games, it's just hands on, no. but the weapons also change distance, change speed of characters, and then they it. also
2: have like stances and everything. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, I used to be, I actually used to be dirty with Soul Scalibur. But I never actually brought it up as like a thing for us to do because mm-hmm. I played it on Xbox and you played uh, it on PlayStation. So it'd be like it's like I dust you. But like hey, if you're ready for the smoke, let me know. Let me know I do this every weekend. I will I will end our friendship. No oh. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't know,
1: bro. Yo, so yo, Soul Calibur business, serious business, I'm telling you. <laughs> and if for any of our fans that play Soul Calibur, we should start a Discord. Obviously.
2: Oh, actually, the whole other thing was like, oh, if you're into Skullgirls, we got them. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you are. You like lollies. <laughs> uh, you know it's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> and the thing is, you, you hate to admit it because you're like, oh, this, is just, this just makes me it look is, terrible.
2: It is so. It's like. Skullgirls is a weird. It's like. Okay, so I knew a guy back back when I was, like, younger who mm-hmm. was only into girls with tattoos. But not, like, a, a tattoo, but, like, mm-hmm. sleeves yeah, of like, tattoos. Yeah, with covered in tattoos. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of like that where it's, like, you have that niche. And, like, when you try to explain that niche, people kind of look at you like, oh.
1: You're a weirdo. You're <laughs> one of those. Yeah.
2: It's like, there was that one, like, Suicide Girls or something? Mm-hmm. Or cyanide girl. There's like this whole like group of like white girls who suicide cyanide. girls with tattoos. Yeah, yeah suicide girls. Yeah, okay. he was into that. Uh, like that yes. was his ding
1: yeah. Actually, I know a couple people that that's their that's their kind of, for lack of a better term, fetish. Yeah, the like, girl girls covered in tattoos and the like dark dyed black hair, the grungy mm. look. Yeah, right? basically
2: just Jinx from Arcane.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. yeah. I guess it's not a bad fetish to have. I mean, there are weirder ones. We got him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying oh, I'm just saying the, the, gr- the grungy tattoo yeah. that's not a bad finish to have I, I lived with someone that that, that was their kind of like cup of tea I know
2: we, yeah. st- we still talk about it yeah Yeah. It's like, that's hilarious though I mean because I get it I completely get it because it's that rocker that mm-hmm. rocker sheet kind of look it's like that rocker aesthetic yeah actually I know a girl who um who is into like because she does OnlyFans Okay. And I know. It's crazy. Oh my god, he knows oh hey. <laughs> we got cameras now. It's crazy. I forgot we forgot to talk about that. We have cameras. Oh yeah, yeah. We
1: have we actually have video now, so that's gonna be an interesting transition.
2: Yeah, we get to you get to see our expressions whenever <laughs> we're caught in some bullshit. Like now. Hey. Uh, <laughs> but um yeah, so I know this I knew I know the girl who does OnlyFans, right? Okay. And like she, like you would never think that she was like, a girl who does OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. But she was explaining it to me one time that she just taps into a niche market. Like, she has Twitch. She does e She used to do e-girl modeling. Mm-hmm. And she used to do, like, those <clears throat> grungy rocker, like, like, pin-up kind of things. And now she's into OnlyFans, and it's like, like, once, you, like, the norm that we kind of just get used to, mm-hmm. like, the general aesthetics, big ass, big titties, like you know just all that all the, yeah, all the, the slim thick, yeah the slim thick with the cute ass <laughs> shout out to chloe Bailey. um <laughs> <laughs> i'm dying oh my gosh, she's so beautiful uh let me not talk about that anyways um uh, <laughs> that entire aesthetic is one aspect but like sometimes the more important thing to get is a core audience mm-hmm. and once you understand your core audience just sticking with it
1: yeah it's uh you're thousand true fans or hundred true fans or something like that mm-hmm. it's I think it's a thousand true fans. You're one thousand true fans that mm-hmm. will buy anything you put out. Will get you farther than, uh, like, millions and millions of people. Yeah, these people are willing to put money into you and what you believe and what you represent. Well, yeah, everyone else is just kind of like right in the bandwagon. Yeah,
2: they're 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 your actual stream of income. So it's like, when especially especially like with Patreons and YouTube, especially is an interesting thing because you go like, oh, uh, let's like let's look at a, a guy like. like a group like and preach right okay they have like a million subscribers yes but if you look at their videos it's not like a million people are watching their videos at any time Mm -hmm. not like a million people are liking their videos at any time they have their core fan base that basically keeps not necessarily keeps the light on keeps the lights on but like are the ones that they know are there for them Mm -hmm. and once you tap into that it's like You kind of have to play to your your proper demographic.
0: Yeah.
1: It's uh, play to your strengths. Yeah. Too many people try to cover their weaknesses. But it's Mm -hmm. like, instead of doing that, play to your strengths until you get to a point where you can, like, substantially cover your weaknesses. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead of trying to, like, spread yourself thin, trying to, like, play to your strengths and cover your weaknesses, Mm -hmm. focus on one. Your weaknesses yeah. will always be your weaknesses. Like find a partner that complements those and, and move forward with them.
2: Yeah, it's like perfection is 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 not something that is in the realm of one individual. Yeah. For sure. Um, I was more just saying in terms of like once you know your niche mm-hmm. and once because it's all supply and demand. Yeah. Once you know your niche, you know what to supply because you know what's in what's in demand based off your niche. Once you create that niche, it's it's important to just constantly foster to them mm-hmm. i'm saying all this to say that like yeah that, that girl would be weird though but like she was talking about how she wanted to get another like 20 tattoos okay. because her niche likes that so she had like like she's one of them girls that like has no titties but like has just like a giant tattoo across her chest mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like she made sure like the nipples are kind of like aligned with the art yeah okay so like her body is literally art mm-hmm. kind of thing she's one of those kind of girls but it's like like so i don't find her attractive okay yeah. she's cool that's just not your thing she's just not my thing okay fair right on. but okay. I can see why her niche would find her attractive because she plays to her niche's attractions mm-hmm. which is why i understand why skullgirls is a thing
1: yeah (laughs) you can understand why anything is a thing but sometimes you're like this probably shouldn't be a thing
2: yeah it's like i think i think it's the one thing that as i grow older i'm starting to realize like sometimes you have to pull yourself out of out of the situation Mm -hmm. and look at it according to what the demographics that it's actually intended to reach um fall into Mm -hmm. it's like um i knew that i found that out when i was like starting to really look into like mumble rapping and stuff
1: <laughs> yeah
2: it's like there's always those diehards who kind of like say yeah. like oh oh this this the world's fucked up because rap changed and people got all crazy and shit and they stopped using lyrical miracleness and they forgot how to rhyme words with other words <laughs> and oh now they're just making noises and they're not really doing anything properly and blah mm-hmm. blah blah right and i'm just like yo but is it intended for your your listening pleasure? Or is it intended for another group's listening pleasure? Well, that's true.
1: And you'll always have the fundamentalists in mm-hmm. any category, right? Yeah. And I was having this conversation, actually, um, with my girl yesterday, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, a lot of people around us in our, are very, like, traditionally minded. Yeah. And the thing about fundamentalists, I'm like, yeah, you see, the problem is you can fight the tide all you want, but the tide is changing right yeah and um it's like a boulder rolling down a hill yeah yeah. try to get in front of it and be like stop but you'll get squished Hmm.
2: you go, you get what i'm saying you'll You'll get get, you'll get squished by the tides of time momentum is way is way Mm -hmm. stronger than you can ever handle
1: exactly and like yes holding on to like traditional values and things like that are important to some groups like like depending on i guess the group you're in yeah but um it's not holding on to them per se. It's more like it's holding on to them, but molding them to the changing times.
2: You can do that. Um, I would also say a good option is because yeah, you, there's a there's a bol- there's a boulder rolling down a hill, mm-hmm. and you'll and the in, the initial assumption is that you're trying to stop the boulder from rolling down. So you're in front of the boulder. Mm-hmm. The one thing I'm slowly realizing is that sometimes, as long as the boulder isn't rolling on your hill, mm-hmm. it's more fun just to watch the boulder roll down another hill. Yeah. Like, I don't have to be in front of the boulder. I don't even have to push the boulder. I can just sit on my hill mm-hmm. and watch another hill and their boulder roll. That,
1: that's true. But some people, like some people want to change the world. Yeah, I don't, the, I don't... And those assume. are the people that want to either divert the boulder or stop it.
2: Yeah, um, I just think it's a savior complex problem.
1: Probably. <laughs> but I'd rather have a savior complex, complex than a victim complex.
2: I don't think it's one or the other, though.
1: I know. I know. I'm just saying, if I had to choose, I'd rather choose one than the other. Well, that's what I'm be- saying.
2: Be- it's not a choice. You don't have to choose. You don't.
1: You, you, you don't have to choose. Mm. But why not try to be a savior to people that might need you?
2: That is the one thing... Okay, so that's a good co- that's a good topic. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't have any topics today. <laughs> can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> we're meandering today. It's beautiful. I like this because once again, it's like we're just seeing each other twice a week, but we can still maintain conversation without having to like go into oh and, and, and fuck this. People. Yeah, and this motherfucker. Yeah, so, <laughs> we'll bring it up later. But um, charity. Okay. There is a there's there's a lot of ways to look at charity. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you have to look at the intentions behind it before you can really what we're before you can really rationalize whether or not it's actually necessary. So there are groups of people who would say that charity is not necessarily the best thing mm-hmm. because it does not afford the people who you are trying to be charitable with to want upward elevation mm-hmm. because the gen- the actual um the actual like free handout that is given to somebody in cases of charity prevent them from really thinking hey i, I need get to get up it. and do something like you think about the welfare state you think about different you think about human nature a lot of times people will put more effort into getting more mm-hmm. handouts yeah, than really- putting effort into getting no handouts
1: it's the um it's the argument against universal basic
2: income exactly right yeah you're it basically it's like like sure i don't i don't agree with put pull yourself up by by the bootstraps kind of things but at the same time i do understand that there needs to be a level of um, accountability and self prop- propulsion mm-hmm. in a lot of cases mm-hmm. also in a lot of cases um the people who are charitable aren't necessarily charitable specifically from a selfless point of view, but from a selfish point of view, Mm -hmm. especially nowadays, where charity can be a tax write-off, especially nowadays, where white guilt is such a big thing, and because I'm African, I have to bring that up, because it's like, how long ago did they tell, did they tell these white people that they're feeding the children? How long, like, all those, all those heal the world, like, make a better, make a better difference, Mm -hmm. world aid, all that bullshit, like, and especially because I'm from a region that they said was impoverished. And oh. I go, don't you ever fucking disrespect my country. <laughs> like, what, is, what the fuck are you talking about? Okay. Like, get your bullshit out of my face. Because, so, like, it's like the interesting part about a lot of first world country views when it comes to poverty is that they don't understand that they're in the exact same boat as us. There are super rich people mm-hmm. and then there are super poor people. And if you maintain a media optic that only focuses on the super poor people,
0: mm-hmm.
2: guess what's gonna happen? Like I can go to L, I can go to I can go downtown L A. and go to the fucking little tent camps that they have, full yep. of people who are literally poor, poor. Yeah, and I could make th- and if I and if that is the only media coverage of L A.,
1: you would you think, think that's what L A. is. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So it's like. Charity for me is a really, is a really, um, just historically has been a really dirty thing. Mm-hmm. Just because, one, yeah, I don't like the idea. I don't like that it, it, I don't like that it, it, it usually comes at a point where people could be doing upward elevation, but choose mediocrity because they are given a handout. Okay. And I also just don't like it because a lot of the times it's not, it's not genuinely because you care about these people, it's genuinely because, and it's more just It's generally because one, the optics view, the optics view kind of make it so that oh, you think it's an important topic, mm-hmm. but also even more important, white guilt. Like think about Africa. Yeah. It's virtue signaling. Is literally like, okay, let me just let me start this. Um, <laughs> we're on a <laughs> topic. Oh, yeah. we got him started today. <laughs> okay, so uh, let me tell you about Wells, right?
1: Okay. Like like the wells. pits in the ground, yeah. wells. So, where you yeah, yeah. The, the things
2: that mm-hmm. the things that they constantly just go back and go. Oh, let me build. Let me dig a well for you guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna go to Africa and mm-hmm. dig a well because well. I, I did so such an important wells are job. Such a great idea. Oh my god. Dr- okay, first off, wells are not clean drinking water. No. Not even kind of. No,
1: unless unless it's a, unless it's a spring.
2: Unless it's a naturally occurring yeah, natural yeah. spring, yeah. Yeah, no. You digging a hole in the ground mm-hmm. so that rainwater can fall on dirty water, just means that you made a hole full of dirty water.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: They still have to purify it. Yeah. And what's crazier is, Africa been known how to purify water
1: for years and for
2: and honestly centuries.
1: Honestly, why have a well when I could just collect the rainwater? Which they with, already with do with a bucket. Like which they already just, do. If you ever,
2: if you have ever been to Africa, you understand yeah. that the white people who go there to build wells are doing so as a vacation, not as an obligation. As a photo op. It's literally a photo op. It's it's it's. So for me, it's like I don't, and especially because charity's been such a is more of a thing that's specifically. Um, specifically is a white-oriented, white saver complex, white guilt kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They go there because they think, oh, we did such terrible things to this planet. We need to get back. How do we get back? I'm going to build a well because the obvious choice will never be done. You know the obvious thing that charities should be doing right now?
1: Pulling out Africa?
2: Well, pulling out of Africa is fantastic. The more important thing that they should be doing if they really gave a fuck about Africa is... Using the charity money that they apparently are using to feed random kids that are already mm-hmm. not those kids anymore because just, they're adults. And, <laughs> they're adults. they random kid on the street or give you know, some food. I just remember back when I was a child, like I was a small ass, little ass child, having, mm. to ex- having to ask my Ghanaian parents why they think that our country is Im- impoverished and them showing a picture of some random little kid with belly out and flies. Mm-hmm. And then randomly, being in the mall and seeing the exact same picture of an apparent child that needs to be helped right now. Same picture. Exact same picture. Exact same fucking picture. And I know this because when you see trauma, <laughs> it kind of gets etched in your brain a little yeah. bit. So it's like... like a if little, it's the first time. you're like, Oh, yeah. The fuck? Yeah. Shirt and everything. Like... So, anyways, like, I see that, and I'm like, oh, well, that's some bullshit. But, yeah, if they really wanted to actually help, um, mm. what they should be doing with charity money, and I'm not, this is going to sound very preachy and very much like I know exactly, like, all the intricacies of, of global economy and charities and all that stuff. But I don't give a shit. I'm going to say some shit because I can say some shit. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but I really think that they should um, instead be focusing the money that they accrue through these charities Mm -hmm. especially since like global funders like super wealthy business people make charities specifically as tax write-offs to basically not have to give as much money back to the government and all these incentives and all this stuff what they should be using that money towards is paying off the slave debts that each of these countries are still owed to Europe because of international war crime bullshit,
0: yeah. Like, no, that, that's oh, you idea. guys
2: are you guys are free, but you guys still owe us the money for each of our slaves. So I was like, if you have, this, if you're gonna put money into charities, put money into buying land, buy back the land, so that China doesn't have to, buy. so that China doesn't buy up Africa, buy up the slave debt, so that Europe no longer has a has a trade has a trade. Um, uh, like, their foot on on, on African trade's neck. Yeah. Sorry. Look, they, don't have their, they don't have their proverbial neck on the trade lines, specifically through Africa, by them having to go through Europe first before being allowed to be distributed out into the world. Like, fucking hate France. <laughs> like, like, if you're going to put their money to something, buy, don't, like, don't make wells. Don't make wells. Yeah, but... Buy the land. You see, see, the system
1: as it stands has no problems in the sense that it's working the way it was designed to work. Mm-hmm. Because if it wasn't working, somebody would fix it. You get what I'm saying? Obviously. And it's a debt-based system. So paying off the debt does not benefit the debt-based system in any capacity. The, yeah. That's why most Canadians are, mm-hmm. are pretty much debt slaves. With student loans, yeah, like they have thousands and thousands and thousands of do- dollars of student loans, which can't be expunged, no matter how long you wait. Right? Go to
2: the states is even worse.
1: And the thing about and the thing about that is that's how the system is supposed to run, mm-hmm. especially over here. Yeah. So, for example, like credit cards, you need to have credit cards. You need to have credit. If you don't have credit cards or credit, you can't buy a car. You can't. Buy a you can't do anything because you need to be in the debt-based system. Yeah. And it's been very interesting to see uh, places like North America call Africa poor. Yeah. When everybody here functions on debt. On literal IOUs. On IOUs. Yeah. Well, in Africa, if you have to buy something, it's cash. Yeah. Like, though cash are IOU notes, that's a separate conversation about, about debt. Mm. Like, here, I'll, u- I'll use my credit card to buy something. Because I don't have the money for it, and then I'll pay my credit card off later. Yeah, so and it's
2: literally like you—you you shouldn't have gotten
1: it because you didn't have the I money. I didn't have the money. Well, in Africa, if I buy, if I want to buy a car, if I want to build a house, if I want to buy a horse and a car- and a carnival, it's cash. Yeah, so everybody expects their cash when they expect the cash, and then it's weird to tell to see people that live off debt call people that pay in cash
2: poor. Poor. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but once again, that's that comes back to the point that is the reason why I don't like the whole savior complex in the first place, because it's 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 undergirdled by that one fact specifically in Africa where it's like, well, your main the, the main point that you brought up the the idea that it's it's it is incentivized by the system to not do proper charity because if we were to do proper charity, then people would be out of that system, which would make it crumble, it, and in North American. Uh, economy it's even worse because of the fact that if that were to be the case then literally like
1: yes but i think you're conflating two things okay um you're conflating charity with the savior complex as a whole Mm -hmm. which is not like charity is a portion of the savior complex Mm -hmm. which yes does have its misgivings and drawbacks but also does have its benefits right okay but there are other There are other aspects of the savior complex and the savior complex just boils down
2: to to inserting yourself to help somebody when it is none of your concern. But once again, the reason why I have an issue with that is also because the savior complex in its new in its more modern day form Mm -hmm. is charity. Yeah. As it as it stood historically, the savior complex was colonialism. Well that That was literally the basis of colonialism. They thought that they thought that these people who who they had no understanding of no 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 original no original contact with needed their needed their help to get them out of a situation because they felt as though mm-hmm. they were just better than them. So for me it's like the savior complex is cool in in theory but in practicality it's all based off of had, well, hierarchies, racism, bigotry, xenophobia, all these things because right. of the fact that, at least the way I look at it, right, historically.
1: Okay, but if, but you're looking at it on a governmental level. Well, I'm, I'm not looking, looking at it on a governmental. I'm, I'm looking, I'm at, looking as a societal. at it on an individual level. Like, for example, someone drowning and somebody running to, to like, dive into the water to yeah. save them likely has a savior complex. No. Want, it is possible it's it is it is a possibility but the savior complex in and of itself yes it does yes there are like negatives to it there's negatives uh, to everything like like order or chaos going yeah. to the extreme you get negatives and that's where you get things like colonialism and things like that but yeah. in the in the in the Median where it can be controlled people having a a predisposition to save people yeah whether selfish or selfless or whether selfishly um what's it called incentivized or selflessly incentivized right i don't think that's a bad thing okay you get what you get what i'm trying to say and this is this is where this is where i'm coming from like i don't think it's a bad thing for you to want to try to save people and to think about saving people when you push it to an extreme where it starts getting in the way of people's progress Mm. they have a problem
2: well, I don't think it I don't in that case I would think that we have to more just look at the term savior complex because I don't I don't think what you just said was a savior complex. Okay. I think I think that's just being a altruistic person. Like just a good human being. Okay. So right? what a do you savior complex as? is literally a a need, a perversion or a um a literal neurosis oh. that requires you to butt into situations because you feel as though anything that comes up, you have to solve it. You are literally Superman in a world full of lowest lanes falling off of <laughs> falling off of buildings. Like and <laughs> that's and that is literally the idea. It's the whole Karen thing. It's the whole neighborhood watch thing. It's the mm-hmm. whole like it's not necessarily like a want. Mm-hmm. Like, we go out of the world of want into a world of need. Mm-hmm. I need to save the world. The world would not survive if I didn't do something.
0: Okay. Okay, I
2: actually like. am God. Because mm-hmm. that's where it comes from. A white savior complex basically stems from a Judeo-Christian belief system where essentially white people were made and designed to save the world. And the and the best example of the White Savior Complex was colonialism, where they literally thought manifest destiny was a thing, as in they have stewardship over the earth. It can go wherever they want and do whatever the fuck they want. And they thought that everybody that wasn't white Anglo Saxon Protestants were just dirty animals that needed to be domesticated and saved. So do you think it's only white people that have a savior complex? No, absolutely not. I think it's a, and I think it's extended past that point. I'm just giving the simplest example it's, of it. Oh, say, okay, okay, it's all right. Like, and that's the example that specifically is a big deal for me because I'm African. Yeah. So because that is literally what they did. So it's the difference between between wanting
1: to be a hero and needing to be. a Yeah. Hero. Okay. I have right. to be Superman. Okay, I got you.
2: It's like I would love there to be a book of like. And this is—I know—it doesn't make any fucking sense. like, but like, I would love there to be a book of like a Superman-esque character mm-hmm. that chose to not save the world.
1: Would, I think he would have to take over the world.
2: No, just just, no. just live in his once again, that's a hero complex. Yeah, this is, that's that's, and that's actually the funny—the funny part about a uh, Superman Red Son. Mm-hmm. That book, and even in Justice,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Superman has the biggest hero complex ever that's the reason why every single every single every single every single Superman story Mm -hmm. either ends with him having to save the world or destroy destroy it but in the midst of him thinking oh the world would not be good if I didn't if Mm -hmm. I didn't intervene I didn't do something I would love there just be a book like oh Clark Kent he net like small like Clark Kent Mm -hmm. but he never became Superman he just farmed like in that one episode of um uh, Legends of Tomorrow when they did the cross when mm. they did the crossover, oh, and, yeah, and he, and it, and
1: he, he gave and, up his powers. And he's kind of no, was chilling. Well, no, he, you no, know, no, all, yeah, he gave up his yeah, powers. He gave his powers. And he was just chilling, just chilling with Lois. Yeah, he was just chilling. And it was the Smallville Superman. Yeah. I really like that. That was actually really fun. But that actually brings up an interesting uh, thing that I was thinking about about um, Superman uh, in Justice. Okay. In Injustice, Batman. It proves that Batman was right about not killing the joker. And I know you don't like Batman, but yeah. let's let's talk about this objectively. I
2: don't not like the joker. I don't not like Batman. I hate Batman.
1: Oh yeah, I know you no. hate Batman, but let's let's talk let's think about this okay, objectively for a second. Cuz yeah. Batman for years has been saying if I kill the joker, I'll become like the joker and I'll start murdering people to to put my own brand of justice on it. Right? Right and the Joker has pushed, pushed him and pushed him and pushed him and pushed him. Batman's like, I can't cross this line. And everyone's yeah. like, Batman, you fucking pussy, you fucking limp dick. Like, like mm-hmm. just end this fucking clown. Clowns suck anyway. Fuck yeah. this guy, right? <laughs> yeah. Joker got Superman to do that. Yeah. And what Batman said, would happen to him, happened to Superman. Almost immediately. So you have to admit, like, yo, the guy saw it. He was right about something.
2: Honestly, I feel like that's an ontological argument. What do you mean? It presupposes cer- certain things. Not and that's the thing about books that we have to always take into consideration. The plot and premise could be based along around that that line of mm-hmm. understanding mm-hmm. rather than it be the logical conclusion that is made. Yes. Oh. So like you could just take the concept and then work from it. It's like oh, if Batman ever killed the Joker, he would become worse than the Joker. Okay. And then you take that uh, and then you take that premise. Mm-hmm. And then you place it into Superman. So you take Superman's character and you yeah. pervert it to make it make sense for this. Well, because for me, I go, I go. First off, you, I said this last time well, at the end of the. Are I, we like, having
1: a character? Discuss- oh my yeah, god!
2: Like first off, I, I say this all the time. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think Batman is a good person. So based Absolutely off of, based off of Batman's premise alone, okay. him his no kill rule mm-hmm. only makes sense because he's a fucking asshole. Yeah. And if he decided to kill one person, he would kill everybody because he's already a murder hobo, mm-hmm. and he would just want to cross that line because just like how he enjoys beating the shit mm-hmm. out of ment- out of mentally deranged people. Homeless people and people who are literally only trying to make bot make do in a in a oh my god Gotham is so fucked up yeah because it's like there's the ultra rich and the ultra poor yeah to the point where we forget the fact that there's a character called Black Lightning no that was Met- that was Metropolis never mind we'll, we'll oh. go off that but like my point is my point is like. Sorry, my point is... I love blacklining, though. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But my point is just... uh, Yeah, I don't... like. I just think that he would just go murder crazy because of the fact that he's just addicted to violence and he stops himself from going past that line by not killing any of his rogue galley. I don't think it's the Joker specifically. I think the Joker is just the most aware of it So he... And he's also just deranged and suicidal in general. So he's literally like, kill me. Because I want to see what happens to you.
1: Yes, but the thing about Superman is Mm -hmm. Superman is an adult in a room full of children. And once he starts imposing that I can kill kill you, Mm -hmm. especially not something out of... Because Superman has killed people before. Multiple times. Yeah, he's killed a bunch of... Not he. He doesn't usually kill humans. He kills Usually kills like aliens because, because they're not his responsibility. No xenophobia. Okay. Well, well, sure. No, but,
2: but then Superman decides I'm I'm literally the I'm literally the Superman of the entire universe. No, for example, but, for I example,
1: better. Man of Steel. Yeah. When Zod came, he killed Zod. Yeah. But he he doesn't like killing humans. Of course, Though because Man of xenophobia. Steel. Sure, xenophobia. But xenophobia. at the same time, Zod's not his is not his proclaimed responsibility. Okay. Right. Zod's another adult with him in a room full of children. You get what I'm saying. But well, Superman it's another god in a room. For but Superman murders, wasn't yeah. killing to protect. He wasn't killing. He wasn't killing because he had to. He was killing for revenge's sake, and that's a very, very different line to cross. Wait, As, what? When, in, injustice. He was because Lois was already dead. Oh, injustice. The damage okay. was I already I was done. like, Nine of Steel, I was like oh no, 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 no. Injustice. <laughs> yeah. the damage was already done. Like if he was killing the Joker and it would have prevented this, understandable. Yeah. And that's an understandable justification. Yeah. yeah. But we have got to the point where the Joker was sitting in handcuffs in a room. Not a harm to anyone, and Superman is like, Fuck you, motherfucker, hand through the chest. Yeah. You of get course. what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And Batman has been cause the Joker, what he does to Batman are things like that. He like raped Barbara Gordon. He uh shot mm. he killed Jason Todd. Yeah. Like he does things like that. And yeah, push
2: Batman, push him across the line. Yeah. And yeah, if Batman no.
1: kills him, that's the end of that. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Now anybody that crosses him, because at what point is like, okay, this is the line if they kill someone I love. What? Oh, just watch your hand. Oh,
2: sorry. <laughs> so this, we have a camera, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I is, love this nigga. Yeah, but this is the line I. This is the line I cross. Yeah. So, yeah. I, so I think that yeah, Batman was right about that. He he was right. If Joker get it pushes you to kill him, there's 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 no upper limit
2: to that. Yeah, but once again, I say that from a different fundamental purpose. You like. I get that for Batman. Yeah. Because Batman is a murder hobo. Yes. I get that for I get I would even get that for Wonder Woman. Because Wonder Wonder Woman's a murder. Is a murder hobo too. Yeah, I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) He wants to kill everybody. He wants to kill everybody. (laughs) Aquaman, murder hobo. Yes. Like I would understand I wouldn't understand that for Barry Allen. I would not understand that for or I would uh, Barry Allen or Wally West the Flash, I would not understand that for. I would not understand that for Superman. Because Their fundamental characters have to be changed in order for that to happen. All Injustice is, is one more day. Or one bad day, sorry. Um, Not one more day, that was was Spider-Man. Terrible story. Yeah, the killing joke. The killing, yeah. Literally, take take Commissioner Gordon, Uh take Barbara Gordon, switch them for Lois Lane, Superman. And then just give the Joker what he wanted. That's all injustice is.
1: Yeah, I think that. I just think that pu- that I'm gonna du- push you over the edge. I because think you that the- would drive Superman over the edge, not because Superman's a murder hobo, mm-hmm. but because Superman is is good. And you know how well, the, you know how once this-
2: again, I disagree because of the fact that he's been in those fundamental positions before. And I get it, Lois Lane is supposed to be his actual kryptonite. So like yeah. in all the in all the oh oh my god, Superman becomes evil. How does it happen? Lois dies. Oh, I get it. Like I get the point. Okay. But I'm not saying it as though it's like, hey, I'm taking a fundamental character character trait and I'm seeing where it naturally would lead to. It's more I'm just trying to fit a story. No, I, I'm trying to fit a character into a story.
1: I disagree you saying that is saying super yeah, like yes Superman is above is above men, mm-hmm. but so his stories are character based. You get what I'm saying? You can't have a situation where Superman's trapped under a building and you don't know if he'll survive. So his stories are Mm character-based. And the thing about Superman is Superman was raised human. And just like the rest of us, the way our minds work is that one bad day, one trip through the swamp of sadness could be the origin of our villain story. And
2: that's possible for Superman, too. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm just saying it from the fundamentals of what we were talking about. This proves Batman's point. Yeah, it does. It doesn't prove Batman's point. Because... Because the story could have been made to prove Batman's point. That's my point. Yes. He just, like, and for me, it's like I don't think I don't think. Hey, let's go with the. I don't think I don't think that Superman as a pillar of justice would be like it would be the logical conclusion to immediately say, oh, he's just gonna kill this guy. To
1: what do you mean to kill the Joker?
2: Yeah, I I don't think so. Personally, I think because of the characterization of Superman of Superman.
1: So you can't see Superman losing his wife and his unborn child, losing his temper, and killing the person that, that caused that. You can't see that happening.
2: I don't think it's a part of the characterization of him. That's all I'm saying. I can see it, obviously. But yeah, I can but, see it. Yeah, obviously. I you watch see, it. You see, it, see it, but, it. Yeah. I'm just thinking, like, okay.
1: So you think you don't? So you think his mind his his mind is that rock solid that the the murder of his entire family again mm-hmm. wouldn't get to him.
2: I mean, last time we just flew around the world, but like, backwards. backwards and yeah, people... but it's proven that that was destroying the world. <laughs> no, I mean, it brought it back to right. It brought it back right, but whatever. I'm just thinking, like, I just think, like, okay, so here's my thing. I just think of it as kind of weak writing. Because I mean, you aren't taking the character and making the logical approach to it. You're I, just kind of, like, you're proving a point. I get it. I, yes, I'll agree if, with you. Like he loves her so much that he would kill for her. I get that, but at the same time, I'm not like.
1: I agree with you that the writing is weak because the, the they didn't show the progression. Like you get, his, this, his,
2: you think Superman is gonna naturally yeah, gonna just snap, snap, like his descent go, into like, madness. He yeah. would literally mourn her death. And then maybe if the Joker riled him up
1: or he, escaped or something, he would go after it. Or yeah. he,
2: he would be more pissed. He would he would first be pissed off with Bruce. Yeah, because this is Bruce's fault. If you remember the actual injustice story, it's Bruce's fault. It's Bru- it's, yeah, it is Bruce's fault the entire fucking. Way. But most of the thing,
1: most of the things that happened to Batman are Bruce's fault. Ex- so let's 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 just be honest, dude. dude
2: like this is okay. You know what's funny? I started watching. I started watching. Um, started watching Peacemaker.
1: Oh yeah, you said that's a spinoff of what? Uh,
2: Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad was James by James Gunn. Oh, okay. So one of the characters' name is uh is, uh, Peacemaker on the show. So, uh, John Cena plays the character, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, they had this whole thing about like, ooh, it's like because Peacemaker's a superhero. Yeah. He's really a super villain, but you know, Suicide Squad. He's okay. Task Force, Task Force S, which means, ugh, task, fork, force, f- <laughs> task, force, X. Um, and because of that, he's, he basically, he's like, he's, he's trying to, he's trying to work off his sentence by doing different assassination and different covert black ops Shit, right? Stuff, yeah. So he ends up, he ends up surviving the first mission. Blah blah. Mm-hmm. blah. Now he's doing some other shit. Let me not spoil the, the actual show because I need my, I need my boy to watch it. Um yeah, but basically, basically they have this whole conversation about oh, oh, that, oh we're, Basically, this old guy like starts, starts accosting him like oh, you call yourself a superhero, but where is your rogues gallery? Where is, where is your, where is the people that you consider to be? You're, you're the people that you fight on a regular basis. Batman has a rogues gallery. Batman has so many people that he fights. And then Peacemaker just kind of fucking snaps. It's like, look, fucking Batman has a rogue gallery because he doesn't fucking kill his people. You want to know why I don't have one? Because I kill my fucking people. <laughs> guess, guess how many people die because of Batman just thinking, oh, I'm going to send this guy to jail. The, and an obvious jail that they've already been to and already escaped multiple <laughs> fucking times to go murder more people that's my like i that is my exact sentiment for batman also like i said last week we like at the end when we stopped recording and i made a very important comment you know bruce wayne would do more just being the fucking mayor of gotham
1: actually than
2: fucking batman but he's such a fucking murder hobo that this bum-ass, white-privileged-ass, bullshit-ass, piece-of-shit-ass, second, third, smartest man on the fucking planet can't fucking run a goddamn city in, but will instead throw random knives at niggas' heads. First of all, they every yeah, bat-shaped
1: pla- knives. Oh, oh my
2: <laughs> Oh, because I want to I wanna, I wanna make sure you know justice. I you mean, know what the I, fucking word justice means? Just ice? <laughs> justice.
1: <laughs> what do you want in your whiskey?
2: Just justice. But no, it's like the fuck this is not justice. This is this is literal just this is violence. Not even violence. It's violence. murder porn. It is it is he is just he is just a he's just a fucking masochist He doesn't like actually the kill them. He's so sadistic though. He just makes it so that they owe him money.
1: After they go to the Gotham Hospital, obviously because he owns the Gotham Hospital. Oh wait! Oh <laughs> <In Japan. laughs> wait a second! Dude. Oh god, he owns
2: all the infrastructures <laughs> because Wayne Tech, right? Wayne Industries owns all the. He literally has a. He literally has a monopoly
1: on everything. On
2: everything in the city, in a city where there's only the ultra rich that he, that will suck Bruce Wayne's dick. Or the ultra poor who he beats up on a regular basis. And then probably (laughs) teabags. And then (laughs) teabags. Just don't ass on their faces. Bro, it's like it's like if Jeff it's like literally when Amazon eventually rules all of like LA or some shit. And then Jeff Bezos at night just goes out just kicking just Leonardo DiCaprio in the face because that was that one time. (laughs) Just <laughs> take my was. bitch, will you? Just. <laughs> my bitch, but my bitch better not look at you in the face. I'm the knight. I'm just is <laughs> That like you know it's Batman. Bad. Amazon man, <laughs> Prime delivery, pal. <Pow. laughs> nah, Batman making the poor people poor. Oh my god, and let's not even start on the child soldier thing and the taking advantage of literal uh, orphans. Little Fresh weapons. orphans, by the way. Fresh traumatized. Fresh orphans. traumatized orphans. <laughs> Bro, he literally was just like, "Hey, I know your, I know your parents just died in front of your face. You want to go beat up poor people?"
1: Except for Tim Drake, he wasn't an orphan or traumatized. He's just like, "I want to be Robin." Until okay. he got traumatized, of course. You, you be- from the life you become of- Robin, you sign up for trauma. Dude. I don't understand. Not <laughs> even he.
2: Like, hey, by the way, I'm, I'm just gonna let you know, you know, you know your dad that you love the most. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, I'm going I'm gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna we're gonna do shit and then accidentally expose where you where you live so your dad gets killed. What? Like yeah yeah. And, yeah. and then you're also gonna have a weird complex where you want to be me but you can't beat me because you know Dick is me and uh, that's how because me and Dick have been around for a long time. I know his name is Richard but I'm gonna call him Dick. Why don't you call him Rick? Dick. His name is Dick. <laughs> Dick? I don't know why we call him Richard Dick but that's that's just what it is. It's just... Yo, they make they, fun of our names all the time. It's like they, Will, William is Bobby, and you're like, the fuck? Bill, Bob, Billy, Bob. How did you. Okay. Well, oh, man. But nah, fuck Batman. Yo. I, but I understand. I understand. You know what's even crazier? I would have better understood if Injustice was a Batman story. Like, what if Batman killed the Joker? I think there's a story like that. There is, this Dark Knight Metal. And yeah. then he and Maybe. then oh the Joker had, had Joker, Joker toxins, toxins. <laughs> just, just Yo, freaking. and the sadder part is they took that story from what Batman Arkham Knight the Arkham game. Knight, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Joker toxins that <laughs> made a miller jokers. When they have because, nothing to write anymore. Yo. It's like,
1: oh, they released the game. I'm waiting to see a Spider Man and um have you have you played the Spider Man PS4 yet?
2: I haven't played it, but yo, I know get, it. Out. <laughs> <laughs> get out! Yo, get out! like, bro, I'm just like yo, nah. I've already watched it, and you've talked about it so much. Okay, I so know exactly you know the happens. story. I know all right. everything. All
1: right, but imagine seeing that as a movie, and you're like, "Fucking fuck you guys!" There's an Uncharted yeah. movie now. It's like, yeah. stop this. I mean, <laughs> they can this.
2: because it's all Sony. That's the thing we don't we don't we don't take into consideration. This is all Sony. Yeah,
1: Sony. Sony owns all of this. So but like, Xbox is. They bought like Activision. They bought yeah Bethesda. Blizzard. Yeah. Well, I'm just hoping it, it allows um people to make better games because games have been sucking for the last couple of years.
2: It just honestly the one thing that's going to be interesting is like because everyone's complaining about the Windows 11 and shit and like all the the bullshit that mm-hmm. came with it. It's like, they're eventually going to come, like, Microsoft's eventually going to do the whole, hey, Windows comes with this game. Yeah. It's a fully functional game. You want to play Overwatch?
1: It's, and it's interesting, because now PlayStation's going to have to actually make games. It's been really interesting to play um, the new Pokemon game. Okay. Because they changed a lot of the systems mm-hmm. and, and things about it, and it's pretty much what we've been asking for for the last 20 years. Like, hey, yeah. give us something new. Do like like because Digimon every game was something different, different yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And and they finally <clears throat> dropped something different, but it's like twenty years too late. But at the same time, it's I, not. I was running my mouth off. Nah, I was I was talking shit. I'm like, why would they? Get, I'm not gonna buy it if they and they gave me something different. I'm like, yo, gotta it's put my money where my mouth is. So,
2: it's like girls who date Jamaican men. What? Like <laughs> <laughs> so I've been complaining about not having head for so long. And they finally do it one time. It's like, oh god, yeah, oh, shit. <laughs> I, that dealt with so much bullshit. All the Jamaicaning. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Tristan Thompson. <laughs> oh, yo, geez. he's Bramptonian. Bram- he's, he's from Brampton, and he's Jamaican. And women are so surprised that he cheats. <laughs> 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 yo. <laughs> This is dumb. This is this is not us saying all Jamaicans cheat. I mean, I'm not saying it. <laughs> I might be implying it, but I'm not saying it. You you can Fair you enough. can interpret. You hear interpretations. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck to tell you. you know what I can say though? What? Ghanaian men do not cheat. Like you're in man, I can't, I, I can't speak for y'all, but I might imply some. I mean, Look, no. next topic, all right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Look, next topic, okay. Yo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> See, that's the
2: beauty of being Ghanaian because we, we're, it's assumed that we throw other Black people under the bus.
1: Apparently, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> it's a right assumption. <laughs> Yo, what fucking <laughs> something
2: like, ew, why does that rice taste terrible? It was probably Nigerian rice. No, 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 the no, Nigerians no. No, made That's it. Not, that's not the under hey, the bus we're talking hey, about. What, why is why is my rice oily with no flavor? That's Nigerian like rice. <laughs> Our new sponsor for today. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have you ever had rice that was oily and flavorless? Nigerian rice. <laughs> Better than burnt and undercooked. <laughs> <You don't laughs> <want you>. Ghanaian <laughs> special. <laughs> At least we have our flavor and still. do you burn it and undercook it? That look, requires a lot look, of special look, talent, you, right? You, you clearly do not appreciate rice chips. Yeah. <laughs> that is the best part of the rice. So that's what that's what you call it? That's, that's, the, what, that's what you call look, your we just, burnt undercook. Look, we make more rice, and then we just scrape the rice off of the bottom and make it into mm, nice chips. hearty snacks so, that you have to eat before you can eat your other food. So, Cha- this rice
1: you guys let us know which rice you like better Nigerian delicious rice or Gandhian charcoal. See how it's <laughs> got
2: loads of conversations? Look at you know, a- him <laughs> like a Nigerian, just in. Yeah. <laughs> Nigerians.
1: So, what else do you have going on? There was something that we were talking about on WhatsApp. I don't remember what it was, though.
2: Um, I mean, it was. Ah, uh, what was that one thing? Oh, um. Cause I was thinking about the whole Michelle Obama when they go when they go low, we go high. Yeah. Bullshit. Okay. And I was just like, but well, what if I want to go low? What if I want to go low? <laughs> like I started thinking about that because I think about that when it comes to like relationships and how sometimes people like people take advantage of um, taking the high ground. Yeah. Just altruistic people. Like I think that I think one of the. One of the unfortunately true traits of like finding a partner is finding somebody who is like ultra altruistic Mm -hmm. because you're able to tolerate because they're able to tolerate more bullshit without without trying to get bullshit back, right? Okay. I was just more thinking in terms of like my past relationships and like the amount of dumb shit that I kind of just tolerated because I'm just a good human being sometimes. Okay. (laughs) So it was just one of those things where I was just like, it's like, like 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 let's look at like look at like cheating, right?
1: Okay.
2: So for me, um, I've been cheated on in the past, like multiple times. And, yeah. And it's always one of those things where like sometimes the bullshit that women will say as a rationale for cheating, mm-hmm. like like that shit wouldn't have gone off if I were if I weren't a nice person.
0: Yeah.
2: Like one like one girl said that it wasn't until after she cheated on me that she realized how great I am as a person. Oof. <laughs> like and not and it was even crazier. She then broke down what she meant. She's like, oh, it's not even just like because you treat me nice and you're list and you listen and you're so considerate, but like you're also like way better in bed than this guy. Oh, true. And well, that like, makes me feel so much better. <laughs> so it's like, yo, so not only did you cheat on me, but you cheated on me with mediocre dick. <laughs> you're telling me mediocre dick. Like, <laughs> I now even... I now I understand like cause it was it wasn't until that moment that I understand when women say, I can't believe you cheated on me with that ugly bitch. Mm. It's like I can't believe you cheated on me with that weak dick nigga. And it's like things worked out. I was like and in that moment I had she didn't even know this. I had the opportunity to to like turn the tables. Oh my god. Like lined up threesome. Two white girls. Hey, <laughs> it was just like, oh my god, and one of them, and one of them was already like one of my one of my old things mm-hmm. that I had to literally be like, hey, I'm talking to this, and okay, so full story, right? <clears throat> she had asked for sexual for sexual exclusivity. Okay, she said, hey, I don't want uh, I don't want you having sex with anybody but me. So I'm willing to not have sex with anybody else, mm-hmm. so that we can have sex with each other, right?
0: Okay.
2: And then two, two later, she goes off to like, like she goes on a on a on a mini trip or some shit, right? And um, while she's down there, she messages me and it's like, and just showing me all the shit that she's doing, blah mm-hmm. blah blah. Oh, I'm going out with my friends, blah blah blah. Here's what I'm looking like, blah blah blah. I'm like, okay, you look good, you look good. It's like, oh yeah, but you know, I just I'm going to this one party. And I don't know how the night's gonna go, which already is a red flag. Mm-hmm. When a bitch says I don't know how the night's gonna go, it sounds like I'm I might end up being a, a whole dirty slut. Yeah, no. um, going out to be a hoe. Basically, coming Wish back me to luck. coming back to our conversation about dancing in the club. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just... <laughs> but um, yeah. So she was like, "Oh, I don't know. I don't know how the night's gonna go. Oh, I don't." I don't want to get too crazy because you know where I'm trying to try to make things work with you blah blah blah, and I'm like, all right, well I mean, go have fun. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal. I know which, I know what I know what you like. You know what I like is what it is. Go have fun, right? Just to uh, I'm just gonna pause your story mm-hmm. for a second. I always find it suspicious
1: when someone overly pre-qualifies what they're about to say or what they're doing or they, um, what's it called? They overly explain what they're doing. Like, I didn't ask for an explanation. They're like, oh, I'm gonna do this. And they're like, and "You're like, okay. And, like, and then you just start, well, Cindy. And I, it's like, yeah.
2: I, bitch, I don't give a fuck. And then you're talking for like five minutes. And you're, I'm like, trying to, you're trying to make an alibi before you go and do the crime.
1: It's, and it's always suspicious. Every single time is suspicious. Every single fucking time. So, sometimes when I'm like, just gonna tell someone the truth, and it's a. I'm, yeah. I just say what I've, and I don't say anything afterwards. Yeah.
2: Again. And you know what's crazy. It's a. It's a predominantly dusty bitch thing that <laughs> dusty bitches do. These dusty bitches be like, oh, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna tell you everything that I'm gonna do before, and then never do any of that shit because they're dusty bitches that just wanna act like, oh, if he thinks I'm gonna do this, and he won't I'm suspect that I'm gonna, gonna do, do that because I'm a dusty bitch. Anyway, carry on. With Back story. to my dusty bitch yeah. story. Anyway, so. <laughs> This is dusty bitch. (laughs) (laughs) No, but so she's out. She's out apparently. She has fun. Blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, right? I don't know anything about what happens. Obviously, you know what happens. Yeah. But I don't know anything about what happens. But when she's telling me about the night, like maybe a few days later. Like she was like, oh, you know, it was a good night. You know, met up with a few people. I thought there were so many more people than I expected. Mm-hmm. It was such a crazy time. It's like, oh, so much fun. It's like, and I was like, oh yeah, okay. Um, so there's a lot of there's a lot of Jews there. Was like yeah, you know, it's a little, it was a bit. Those like to say it's a bit. You mm-hmm. know, bare niggas. She was in New York. <laughs> you know, the ratio was like two one niggas. Yeah. This bitch was in Queens. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, She's like, oh, you know, it's whatever, it's whatever. I'm like, okay, so, and I'm on the phone with this bitch, by the way. All right. So I was like, oh, you know, it's whatever. He's like, oh, okay, so, and I can hear, her, obviously, I can hear her voice. So I'm like, oh, okay, so, did you hook up with anybody? And then she pauses. I'm like, don't make me ask you this question again. And then she breaks down and starts crying oh my God, I can't believe it in this stuff. Oh, so bullshit. And she goes on the whole bullshit, rationalization, bullshit, bullshit that women do when they're saying bullshit, right? And um, to make a long story less long, she tells me all the stuff that happened, blah, blah, had sex, blah, blah, it was somebody I used to know back in the day, blah, blah, I thought thought that me and this person were going to work, blah, blah, more bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Mm -hmm. And then it just leads into... I. And for me, in that moment, mm-hmm. there was like there was like a there was there was, there was, there was the ghost of fuck boys past. <laughs> Always comes like, up, eh? It's like, like hard on thoughts.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You gotta be hard on these thoughts. This bitch violated. Come on, ice cold, bro. Violate this bitch. So yeah, to make a long story less long, um, I had two offers, and that's I think I've, God is a per, is a pretty interesting person. Mm-hmm. God gave me two offers. One was um, one was actually both of them were my ex, were like ex things, mm-hmm. right? And at the end of the long conversation I had with the, with this with said girl, mm-hmm. she was like, "Oh, I mean, we're technically not together yet, so that was like to do the whole technically bullshit." Um, so I was like, "All right, say less." And I had two options. I either could have had sex with one girl, or I could have sex with two girls. And like, if I wasn't such a nice guy, I would have had sex with the two girls. Because <laughs> I wanted to go low. <laughs> oh man like she she went low and Michelle Obama told me was telling me oh when 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 they go low we go high so I was like okay I'm not gonna go high but I'll go higher than I could go yeah, uh, yeah. cause yeah. I could go low <laughs> like I love like, how, I love how you framed that I love how you framed that like I could've went really low like I could've like you know the worst part when they send you videos of this shit
1: that they
2: do. That they did. Oh. Yeah. When you didn't go. So I have the I have the I have the I have the memories of me smashing the one girl, but I have the video of the two girls smashing of each the other. two girls smashing each other. Ah. Yeah. And I was like, God damn, I should have went lower. <laughs> Especially in hindsight, looking at looking at all the bullshit that I went through with that girl, I should have went way lower. But, basically, to bring it back to the actual topic. Okay. Because <laughs> I just went on a long, Gadget. fun story. Story time with Kojo. <laughs> it always ends with some bullshit. Um, Starts, with some- <laughs> Starts with some hard bullshit. <laughs> Ain't that some, <laughs> that's some shit. But, um, basically, it's like, I I think that, because I think in the moment, she thought that because I'm a nice person, mm-hmm. she could be selfish. like selfish. Mm-hmm without having any consequences because people who are selfish take advantage of selfless people mm-hmm. because they don't assume that you will give in to your petty.
1: Yeah. You'll you'll make the selfish option. Yeah.
2: yeah. You'll be like, Oh, I I this is not a part of me, so I won't do I won't retaliate. I don't want revenge. Yeah. And I'm just like, yo, revenge is tasty, fam.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I try not to go with revenge, but sometimes, sometimes just just take making the selfish option is delicious. It's not like vengeful. It's just like look, I've been selfless for long enough, so mm-hmm. now I'm gonna do something selfish. Yeah, and you knew the whole situation with my last relationship, right? Yeah, and then and then when I finally ended it, was me like taking the selfish option and be like, look, I've done this for too long, and it's the thing. And the thing is like it's been it was like things were asked for and talked about and discussed for. while and it's like you know what no not worth it yeah i gotta i gotta put me first Uh and actually in that situation i was i was um asked or told to take the high take the high road and i was like no
2: (laughs) and it's always by people who shouldn't have an opinion yeah
1: and they always um they always uh, use your sense of
2: some virtue you get know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Take advantage so, of your your god complex, yeah. or your just higher nature so, complex. So my my religion, because
1: it was I was like it should not be this hard to be together. Yeah, and hers was like, well, when have you ever backed down from something hard? I'm like oh, not, not usually, but I'm doing it now.
2: Yo, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that was actually the thing that. That was the thing that my ex said to me. Yo, it's oh, like, you're an, it's you a fucking like, coward. It's like in the oh. playbook. Yeah,
1: it's because you gotta, you gotta, if you don't shame the man into mm-hmm. doing what you want, then did you really try?
2: Yeah, shout out to sign language. The, uh, shout out to
1: sign language. And I, and I looked at it, and I'm like, no. And nowadays, when a woman tries to shame me, I laugh. I kind of laugh because yeah. it's like I have no shame. What are we
2: doing here? It's like that's so cute. You think I give an you a? Think, yeah?
1: Effect. You think I give a fuck about the opinion of you? You these little girl. <laughs> 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 do you, you even know? Can you name Goku's forms? <laughs> no. Why do you think I give a fuck about what you have to say? SSG. SSG, SSG, SSG. <laughs> just, yeah. Like what? What? <laughs> do you, you know, know who that? Broly
2: is? Nah. No, get the damn. fuck out of here. No, <laughs> it is really true. It's just like. Holy shit. That's the worst part because they'll they'll try to make you rationalize things as though you are the bad person yeah. for wanting to do right by yourself. Yeah. More than you... And it's like, oh, you're doing me wrong. It's like, you've been doing me wrong... Yeah,
1: for years. For
2: years. And now when I decide, hey, this is the moment where I just kind of want to... Do my own thing. Do my own thing and, you know, be smart or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, this is not what's going guanin- on. And I
1: feel like, especially in the in the culture where everyone is, like, victimizing, where everyone's like, wants to be a victim, mm-hmm. sometimes i found it's like, you know what? I get it. It's okay if I'm the villain. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Just yeah. okay being the bad guy. It's like, I get it. There's no way I can convince you that, that, that I'm just doing what's right for me. So, if you want to perceive me as a villain and tell all your friends that I'm a villain, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. It, and it's just being okay with that. Like, you know Fuck you guys. I, I'm just going to do what's best for me because... I'm too busy looking after you and you, you, what you, what you think and your feelings that um, we're neglecting mine because it's not like reciprocal.
2: Yeah, that's the one thing. It's because um, I mean reciprocity is one of those things that we forget is supposed to be a groundwork for the relationship. Mm-hmm. But if a, if it isn't actually a a if it isn't actually like a prerequisite or a premise for it, mm-hmm. a lot of the times people fall into the category of the used and the user. Yeah, and like. That relationship, that that relational like identity dynamic, mm-hmm. ends up being like something that's fun, like found like fundamental to how people act in it. So then people are surprised when you want something out of the situation mm-hmm. that because they've only just been taking, yeah, like it's so it's like oh god. You think I'm supposed to consider your feelings? No. The whole point of this relationship is for you to consider my feelings. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I find a lot of times the person being used feelings are taken for granted. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also hard to tell because sometimes it's just the two of you taking each other for granted. Mm -hmm. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you'd be like, oh, I do all these, like, not me, but. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I do all these stuff for you, and I make you feel great, and like, and you're looking at the other person like, okay, but are you saying the entire relationship is just be sit- sitting there, you're not you're not getting nothing from this situation? So mm-hmm. why are you here? You get what yeah. I'm saying?
2: Yeah, it comes back to our last conversation about victim mentality. Yeah, so
1: I I understand, like, like yeah, like for example, my past relationship, there was, there was a point across the threshold where I realized that I got resentful from. Yeah. to the person mm-hmm. but sometimes you have to look at your resentment towards them as like am i being resentful or am i being childish you get what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of times i like if you rationally think about it think about it if you have feelings of resentment there's probably something there mm-hmm. but um
2: no i feel you i feel you on that it's like um sometimes it's just like being held to char- being held to task kind of fucks kind of fucks with your mentals and then mm-hmm. you're just kind of doing shit for the sake of doing shit other times it's because you actually are like doing this person wrong yeah and then that becomes a whole other conversation it's
1: it's it's an interesting dynamic the relationship dynamic mm-hmm. is a very interesting dynamic because like that person has to be like not everything because i don't think one person can be everything like you get know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like your lovers yes one of your best friends but they're not your best friend yeah yeah. So, but they have to try to mold to most of the roles at least a little bit. You get so like the girl I'm seeing doesn't like anime. Yeah. Or the girl, or my girlfriend doesn't like anime, but mm-hmm. she knows I like anime, so she's actually watching One Piece with me. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's like, and it's like, it's things like that. And like I never, I didn't really, wasn't interested in the office, but same thing. Well, I'm just giving you an example yeah, of like opening, and opening, stuff, opening right? each other up to to, to each other, things, new yeah. things, yeah.
2: I mean that is an interesting thing for me. I also just think that boundaries are super important. Mm-hmm. So I think certain things should kind of be sacred to the individual without having them needing to be like something that another person has to partake in. Yeah. So it's like for me, I go. I love anime. I in I'm actually roughly in the same boat. My, my girl doesn't like anime.
0: Yeah.
2: At all. But I wouldn't. But for me, it's not one of those things that I actually need as a requirement if she wants to watch it I'm absolutely down for it but at the same time it's not like and once, once again this is more just me growing because I remember before when I was like mm. these bitch that chick better be in the anime or else mm-hmm. I I don't give a fuck what else she brings but now I'm like uh oh, well you gotta you gotta know that certain things especially once you start really getting into a relationship Yeah. certain things Like you need to kind of almost artificially create some separation, yeah, so that both so that both people don't get um don't get engulfed too much into one another, Mm -hmm. and like the obvious separation is work. That's the reason why you should never date somebody that you work with. That's 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 dumb. Yeah, it's it's dumb. It's 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 dumb. It's it's not a good idea. Um, but like you it isn't necessarily like work is peace right you want to kind of have something that brings you peace but you don't have to involve the other person the yeah. other person in because if you can make that separation you guys give each other enough room to kind of grow mm-hmm. into one another cuz like yeah it's kind of it's like you don't want to plant two plants too close to one another because when they grow the roots will intertwine and you think that's cute until you realize that now we're strangling each other exactly
1: yeah I, I so I agree in some senses I, mm. I agree mostly Yeah. I do like to involve like you're, not
2: gonna, you're not gonna have your girl start rapping on your
1: yeah, on my tracks yeah I like to involve her like her in things that I enjoy doing mm-hmm. so like anime that was, that was a, a big point of contention because, because the thing is because we watch a lot of shows together mm-hmm. and sometimes I want to watch anime and she doesn't want to watch anime I'm like look we have to like you know yeah you have to find take, a middle ground exactly yeah right but at the same time if if like for One Piece like I know that it's a slow trudge for her so I'm watching it on my own and I'm like I'm willing to rewatch it with you if you're interested you get what I'm saying you won't
2: I know I know I already started yeah, like, I already, no I'm saying yeah. I'm saying as as an actual One Piece watcher yeah. once you get to the point where you are a One Piece watcher yeah you're not gonna want to like go back go back and and watch it with somebody else.
1: Oh, I, she's, like, four episodes behind me. So we're, like, I thought she was, close. like, oh, I just stopped at, like, episode we, two. I don't understand we, it. I'm just going to stop. Like, for example, she won't request it. Mm-hmm. You know, so, But I want to keep going. Yeah. Or, like, or... Or um, I'm doing something and I want to play I'm it in the background. Yeah. Go forward. Yeah. Yeah, it's you. fine. It's fine. I'm fine with it. It's just, <laughs> but it's like, because I like, you know, I'm really big on like stories and yeah, novels yeah. and movies and all types of stories. right? Mm. And they I realized growing older that how they've shaped my personality. Like the book you're reading now has shaped my personality a lot in the last couple of years. Okay. And you'll, if, once you get through it, you'll be like, ah, okay. I got I, I get it. Know. Yeah. And, okay. and those are kind of things that I want to... Because, like, they're things that I can't really explain with words. Yeah. But it's like, read this book and you'll understand why I say these things the way I say them. More.
2: Yeah. It's not about the articulation. It's more about the experience. Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. So so those kind of things, like, I, I do, I will admit, I do kind of sometimes get annoyed when she's like, no. Especially if I've made it clear that this is, like a cornerstone of who I am. Mm-hmm. And she'd be like, no, I'm not interested. But it's, it's like, it, it's her prerogative to say that. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. Like, she has the right to do so. I mean, for me, it's more just like, if you have like, every, like absolutely, you guys should have shared interests. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like for me, I love to work out. If my girl was like, oh, let's work out together. I'd be like, down. Absolutely. I love it. Right. There's certain things that I know for a fact. I, I will comfortably share with another person Mm -hmm. if they ask, or I will bring up as something to share if they want to know what I would love to share with them. Right. Mm -hmm. Then there are just certain things that I consider to be exclusive to myself, exclusive to my situation, because we all need our personal time, and especially Mm -hmm. in relationships, there has to be an understanding that even though we are creating a we, there still also has to be a you and a me. Mm -hmm. Right. It's the it's the Venn diagram. Yeah. All the and, diagrams and, and stuff. I've known a lot of people who
1: stop hanging out with their friends once they get into mm-hmm. a relationship, and those are... And
2: then when they break up, it's like, oh, <laughs> where's everybody? Everybody stopped inviting you out. You stop oh, my God, what
1: happened? Yeah, or you, or you kept bringing your girl. Oh, and she's trash. And she's trash. Like oh, there's man. No, there's some niggas that, like, when I, we hang out and the girl's there, I'm like, actually, this makes the experience better, because she's awesome. Like, yeah. like she's in conversation, and, you know... Oh, yeah, her girl's good. Cool.
2: Yeah, your girl's dope. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And um and all that. But some sometimes like I hate when someone brings someone with them and the person doesn't attempt to join the conversation. Mm-hmm. They just kind of sit there on their phone. It's like, why did you come? Why did you? Why are
2: you? Yeah, free? I get you. Sometimes it's because they're shy. But when when it gets to the point where it's like every single time yeah. you're just being antisocial or you don't you're not putting in an effort to like want to be in the situation.
1: Eh. Yeah. it's a white hair. What, eh. what what are we doing? Yeah.
2: <laughs> or what's even I you know what's even crazy? I don't even mind that. Me personally, I just don't like people who end up like just not being a vibe. Yeah. Like once you actually get to know because there's the there's the people who are a vibe, but they're just not comfortable enough to show you they're a vibe. Yeah. And then there's the people who are comfortable enough to show you who they are and they just are not a vibe. Yeah. And when that's some that's and then when that's like one of my boys' girl, I'm just like, yo.
1: Yeah. Uh, Or, like, we're hanging out and they're complaining the whole time. uh, I'm just like, Cause it's just awkward. It's Like, leave her at home. Better yet, get a different girl. <laughs> just, just, I mean, I mean, you no. Know, Cause like, if you if you're in a, if you're in a guys group and that's like a, a a healthy like standard guys group guys and whatever. Yeah. Cause yeah. guys tend to bring the group together, and then the girls tend to bring like, like congregate. Yeah. help right? pump yeah. the group with life, right? It, yeah. The girls are an important or an integral part, especially the girlfriends of the guys are an integral part of a guys group, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. So if yours is as interesting as a plank of wood. Right, then just get a different girl because this isn't gonna vibe. And we're the community, <laughs> and we veto
2: your choice. Like you're just the survivor out here. Yeah, just we're, we're the community. You can't break no no. It's fucking Teen Choice Awards. Yeah, huh? It's, like,
1: nah. it's
2: it, the vote. is for the public.
1: No, because because yeah. a fucked up girl will 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 mess
2: up, or like a fucked up partner will mess up your vibe with your tribe. Well, it's not even just that because we, we act as though like the tribe is it has more influence. Than the pussy, but half of the time these niggas out here letting the pussy like dictate their lives. So <laughs> now you got some trash girl who we don't fuck with, putting pussy, pussy, pussy whispers all up on you like ooh. Your friends are kind of lean. Yeah, they shit. Oh yeah. my God. Why do they keep on watching yeah. anime? They all want to fuck me.
1: Oh, like, you need new friends. Like, what? Bitch. Like, what? <laughs>
2: just whispers of bullshit. Because that's a whole other thing. I, that is the one thing. For me, a lot of the times, it's the, it's the girlfriends of my boys who are chill mm-hmm. that just want to be dramatic for no fucking reason that really get to me. Yeah. Because I'm like, yo... This nigga is chill. What are you doing? Yeah. You causing you want problems always? Oh
1: always. Oh, oh Ben, and I can't I can't unnecessary <laughs> draw I can't understand people being dramatic actually. Yeah, yeah that's what Like, I'm like gonna, oh I would die for alright. Mm-hmm. Turn it down like seven <laughs> seven notches. You don't No.
2: Yeah. Like I like energy, but at the same time it's like controlled energy. Yeah, it's like like relax. Yeah, just
1: chill. Just relax. Chill. Take
2: a deep breath. Come at me again slowly. Mm. Like that's actually my thing. I'm just naturally a super chill guy. Yeah.
1: So. I I have to work at being chill because I'm very very excitable. Yeah. And and I and I'm very very passionate about like the things that I want to talk about. Mm. You get me started and you like why are you yelling and I'm like I'm not I'm just talking. Yeah. Like, you. No, no,
2: I fuck <laughs> with I, and I fuck with passion. I love passion. It's just more. It's like oh, I mean like you don't have to make this. Into a thing, though. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not the energy. It's when you it's when people start making things into In, just into problems things. that aren't
1: problems. Like you say something and they and they purposely misconstrue it so they can take it the worst way mm-hmm. possible so you can start fights. Yeah. I'm not lending energy to this. I'm sorry.
2: No, I want problems. <laughs> I yeah.
1: Just,
2: oh man. Oh,
1: they're fucking hilarious though. People wake up with violence on the mind. Honestly, and everything is so sensationalized. In, even the fights are sensationalized. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I remember having a fight with the girl I was dating, mm-hmm. and i you know, when you come into that thought where you're like, I'm not gonna rise to anything. Yeah, I'm not rising to this. And it was stoic. A, and it was a healthy conversation. Yeah, like in the sense that like, I told her like, look, I understand that you're upset, mm-hmm. but we're not gonna this, we're not gonna be dramatic about this. So you're gonna sit down, you're gonna calm down, and we're gonna talk about this afterwards, right? Yeah. And it was kind of like a healthy discussion, and she she was shocked. Right, because because she'd come in ready for the sensation, the the spectacle of the fight, and I'm like, oh I'm not, God. I'm not gonna give this to you.
2: I love when I love when that because sometimes um, sometimes people are are confused when your response is not really a response. Yeah, like it throws so many people off. It is it is honestly the most mature way to look at a lot of things though, because especially especially when you start, it's like. It's diplomacy. It's about being tactful. Mm-hmm. Like you don't always have to give people the energy that they want when they want it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it comes down to yeah. Because people want energy like from you at all times, mm-hmm. for no reason.
2: Like people just get in your face for no. You just be. I'm gonna get, it. and you're just like no. You're like no. This is not what's Mm-mm. gonna happen right now. You're gonna you're gonna try to figure out how to get rid of your own energy mm-hmm. with. Because that's really what it comes down to. They're just trying to get out their own energy, and they want you to assist them in that process. Their frustration is so hard for them to carry and handle mm-hmm. that it's like, Ew. like I need your help to get this off of me, but I'm just like, no. This is not my job. This man. is not my job. When you went low, I went high. I went high. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm going high. I don't have to deal with this. But oh, bro. If if you go petty, I go <laughs> <little> petty <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. I never showed you that video, did I? No, you didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> because I respect women. I don't show nudes. See, this is a confirmation. I'm only using this as video and audio evidence that I am a respectable man who doesn't, who doesn't do illegal things like distribute porn. <laughs> 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 Prawn.
1: Yeah, we yeah. at the Roman Empire do not
2: condone revenge porn. No. Never. Or unconsensual pornography. Absolutely. That's actually the funniest thing. I don't I don't know if you've ever seen that family guy like little uh, clip where it's like, Oh, like a guy's busting like uh, cops are like police are busting in on um on like a, on like a sex thing or some shit. Mm-hmm. It's like a guy's paying for like for sex with a with a prostitute and they're like, Oh, you're it's like, Oh, you're under arrest for pro for soliciting a prostitute, for soliciting sex and it's like, No, I'm not because I have a camera. <laughs> it's officially pornography. <laughs> it's like, oh, damn. All right. <laughs> go on. With, go carry on. Carry on with your day. This was a message from the what was it? Church of Jesus Christ in Latter day Saints. That was literally in it, by the way. Oh, damn. Of, yeah. course, of course it was.
1: It's Family Guy. <laughs> Sponsored. You know, honestly. Like oh. It's weird. We grew up watching Family Guy in South Park, and, yeah. we're, and somehow we're the most offendable generation.
2: Of course how what how does that make sense because people are now it's it, like I mean it's it's core it's cause we act as though Family Guy and South Park have never been controversial and have sense. never had vitriol never had like that group of people it like I don't think I don't think I, to be honest I think it's just the most visible minority it's like the people in the comment section like the first question you have to ask is what kind of people are in comment sections yeah <laughs> it's like it's just the people who are not offended, yeah. just don't, don't say anything. Say anything. Yeah. The people who do yeah. are the ones that will dictate the media output. So it's like, of course, we now it's, just, it's more just. There are so many more examples mm-hmm. for them for the people who are the visible piece of dumb shit minority thing. Not minorities. Why would I say that? No, like the like the. The visible minority, the visible, the offended. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people like to call them the left, but I don't really call them that because it's on both sides. But either way, um, I think I think it's just that they are just given so many more examples mm-hmm. to bounce to bounce their need for approval off of. So they are just more fervently going about it. Like,
1: they're more loud about yeah, it. They're yeah, they're more loud
2: about it because there's more examples. Like back in the day, it was The Simpsons... Uh, family Guy, South Park, and then maybe one or two shows on Adult Swim or Run Cartoon and Network, or... and like all that stuff, right? Umbrella, um, yeah. But like nowadays, you have Rick and Morty, Family Guy, Big not Mouth. Not so much Family Guy. Big Mouth. Ma- no, Family Guy is still offensive. It's it really once again, once again, it, it's not offensive to somebody who's normal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But If you need something to. To be mad at, yeah. It gives you a billion examples to be mad at. Family Guy, South Park, Simpsons, Futurama, Big Mouth, Big Mouth, Deep Space, um, like there's inside, d- inside Job Inside Job, Tuka and, and, and Birdie, which apparently is a really great show about anxiety. Really? Yeah. I just yeah, it's yeah, it's actually apparently really good. But I got mm. yeah. Mm. And uh what else? There's a lot of shows. Even um even Arcane got a little bit of back backlash. Arcane so so good. It's so good. Did you finish it? Yeah, of course. And oh, thank. I God. love how I love how
1: they don't tell you what happens to the people. Yeah. Like at the end, because it's irrelevant, mm-hmm. right? The entire story with Jinx was her becoming a bad guy in the mm-hmm. beginning, because because the first time she killed people, it was an accident. Yeah. The second time she killed the first time she killed people she cared about was an accident. The second time she killed someone she cared about it was on purpose. Mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying yeah. all the bad things that she was doing she was being manipulated by Silco yeah. the final bad thing she did she made the choice to do it of her own because Silco was dead yeah. right Yeah, he Sorry, she, spoilers. Made, <laughs> just, she
2: made yeah, for, I don't know like three months turn up fuck your spoilers dude. oh yeah that's true but anyway yeah, yeah she it was, made yeah. so she made the conscious effort to actually do something she because the whole point is that she thinks she's bad luck and, and luck by definition is something that's uncontrollable yeah so she doesn't want to kill people they just happened to die. Yeah. This was like an actual. I'm killing these I'm people. I'm killing these people. And because she's always been bad. Because the whole point is that she's always been bad luck to the people around her. Yeah. That she cares about specifically. Like, and Silco cared about, about her. her.
1: Yeah. I, I heard an argument that Silco was just manipulating her. I'm like, no, no, no. You mm-hmm. need to remember that Powder was a kid. Mm-hmm. And even vicious animals and vicious murderers will recognize the 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 vulnerability of a
2: kid. you mm-hmm. get what I'm saying honestly the one the one take that i that's one of the takes that I got that mm-hmm. I was hearing a lot of and then the other one was uh predatory father yeah, and then they likened it to oh the relationship between powder and Silco would basically be if harley if Harley Quinn was adopted by the joker instead of dating the joker. So it was predatory and he took advantage of her and all these different things. So basically Harley, it's basically, because there's always been the, there's always been the comparison for Mm -hmm. League of Legends that Jinx is basically Harley Quinn. Mm -hmm. So then you see Silco and you think, and you think a slimy guy who's just kind of like weaselly Mm -hmm. and, and especially the whole, the whole baptism in, in dirty poisonous water, like analogy, which Joker. Yeah. So they basically make that the parallel. We're like, oh, he was predatory and he corrupted her. And he did, he was basic. It's like an abusive relationship. But like how Joker and Harley Quinn are an abusive relationship or a simile for it. But it was basically just a father, a father daughter relationship. And then there's the whole, how many ways does this look like Silco was sexually assaulting powder and
1: all that. I'm gonna say no to, to to that theory. To mm-hmm. just that theory, I'm gonna say no. Because it seems like no matter the situation, if you have a, like a, a male mentor mm-hmm. to a female, it it Always has it, it has assault. to be abusive, right? Mm-hmm. And and actually this leads into something else that I, I I heard what I also heard a lot about. A lot of women in um businesses are like the males that the higher up males that, that mentor people to, to move up in the company never mentor them. like So they usually go out for dinners and yeah. beers and smoking and whatever, mm-hmm. but they never take the women with them. And it's like, because all systems where men is mentoring a woman look predatory, and you're all ready um, to make it predatory. Because so we,
2: Because we automatically, it's, it's our conversation from last time. We automatically assume that any relation between men and women are sexual because we don't have an understanding of how to look at human beings as human Human beings beings. and it's like i'm not going to try to upward i'm not going to try to upwardly elevate your existence if your exist if doing so might lead to me getting me too'd yeah
1: and the whole thing about silko and jinx is Maybe he was just a human being that saw an abandoned, vulnerable human being and took her under in a, a wing.
2: Similar and a similar position. And she ended up doing bad
1: things because he was a bad guy. You get what I'm saying? He wasn't like abusing her. Mm, he he that's wasn't just, corrupting. That's just his way of life. Yeah. You got and she was and already, she was was
2: already f- fucked in the first place.
1: Like I don't know. Everyone just wants to make everything oh, well, look at all these evil white men and, and like then some some white men a lot are of evil. evil. White men. There are a lot of evil white no, men, sure, but like the story of Silco and Jinx, I don't think that was an evil white man thing. I don't I even
2: think, think. I don't even think the whiteness of him even was relevant. Be, yeah, could have <laughs> been a black. Could have been two
1: black people. <laughs> the story is
2: still the exact same.
1: Yeah, exactly. It could have been a trans person and a midget. Exact same story. Like it just little person. Sir. Oh, sorry,
2: little person. Is that the is that the correct term? It I,
1: is. I don't follow terms anymore. I know. I know.
2: So yeah, it could have been a trans oh person God. and a little person, and yeah. it would
1: have been the exact same thing. So I'm sorry.
2: why do I? You know, it's funny because I'm like, oh, we should do the PC version of all this stuff, and then literally, don't want no short people around <laughs> me. Starts so playing in my head. <laughs> I'm
1: uh, so fuck! <laughs> have, have you heard? Have, have you heard the song? Um, sure people got no reason to live.
2: No. Yeah,
1: that's right. it's like sure people got no. no well, that's the same yeah. song. That's the same song. Okay, that's I didn't know the na- I
2: didn't know that was the name of this. Yeah, You know that guy made the Toy Story like theme song? I think so. Yeah. I'm... You got a friend in me, and then the next song <laughs> is me. sure people got <laughs> <these No>. sure <laughs> people. What? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Oh uh, man! But you know what's even crazier about the whole Silco thing? There was also the, There was also so many people who were who were now like, especially the LGBT community. They were coding, they were making points at the fact that he was coded as, as homosexual. Was he? Yeah. Because it's an old, it's an old trope. Um, the wily, the wily, slightly like slender businessy man. Okay. He's a homosexual. He's a homosexual. So they usually have to either code him like kinda or they, they, and especially because she had a female enforcer. Okay. So the whole point was it was supposed to be like, "Oh, we don't like the fact that the LGBT community was considered to be like the bad guys, the villains, the corrupters, the enforcers, the degenerates, the unlawfuls of this society, and especially because of the fact that you see very hetero like blatant heteronormative dynamics in the upper in in the upper city like of Piltover or whatever, mm-hmm. and especially when you also look at um Fuck, what's the other, what was the other girl's name? Vi? Violet? Violet, yeah. yeah. Violet was a lesbian. Yeah. Yeah, her
1: she her and Caitlyn had a whole thing going on. Yeah.
2: Huh? So that was the whole point. It's like, oh, the under undercut the the undercast are all just like degenerates and they're drug dealers and they're druggies and they're and they're a very they're very sexually ambiguous and that's where all the prostitution is and Oh, there's all these different things. And look at this guy. He's clearly a gay trope. And look at that girl. She's clearly a gay trope. And then you have the two coded lesbian characters fighting each other. Coded lesbians? So Vi and uh, the Enforcer Lady. Oh, yeah. How they have their big fight and everything. So it's just like, oh, it's it's a dyke fight. They had a okay. goddamn dike fight. Okay, I'm
1: gonna disagree with the female enforcer because Lex Luthor has a female enforcer, and he's I mean not that's a homosexual.
2: Yeah, but it doesn't. That one yeah, thing, no, that's not a, that's that's not even a
1: diss. Yeah, I know. Just just that point because you you brought like him having a female. It was one of the things. I'm yeah, like, but, eh, but Lex Luther has a female. Yeah,
2: but it, there's a difference between Lex Luthor's female enforcer and, and Silco's female enforcer, even visually. Yeah. One is literally yeah. Yeah, an yeah. assistant looking chick. Like she looks like she works. At a front desk. Yeah, she looks like a receptionist. Well, like a receptionist. The other well, one, looks, the other like one looks like a thug.
1: Yeah, but the other one's from... Like, Vi looks like a thug. But everyone from... she's also the, a dark Oh, God! But Everyone from the lower city just lives in rougher circumstances. So And they end up that's, being
2: that's LGBT, LGBT. Oh, God! Hey, hey. I don't, I don't know what... I don't
1: right. know. I'm, but, a, I'm but a, Silco, on... But Silco... But
2: I don't think there was any reference to Silco's sexuality. There so, was no reference, but, but once it, again, it's not supposed to be referenced. That's he, the point.
1: Yes, like, but... From the
2: history of it, like... Look at um, Scar from The Lion King. Yeah. So we know from the second movie that Scar is considered to be... Hetero. Heterosexual. Mm-hmm. But in the first movie... You thought he was gay. Exactly. He could
1: just be metrosexual.
2: He could be. But that's the whole point. Metrosexuality is more of a... of a it's called, Metrosexuality has always been one of those things where it's like, oh, heterosexual men moving into the space of homosexual... Uh, men without going sentiments. all the way yeah exactly okay so that is that exact same sentiment and trope that was that was kind of uh talked about prior, like primarily as a scrutiny mm-hmm. for the show i'm not saying it's right i'm just yeah, saying no. that was i'm, I'm just i'm arguing point. against the points yeah, yeah i know what you're to, saying yeah
1: so and the second thing is like is like everybody complains that they don't get represented mm-hmm. and then when they get represented they, everyone can't be good guys there were gay people on the good on the good guy side there were gay people on the bad guy side you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just that the main character was the main good character was a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And and the guy was, let's say, coded for gay. Short. Sure. Yeah. But I think it would have been worse if they just outed him as gay because they'd be like, why did he have to be the evil guy? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's I like, like flamboyant. gay. You'd complain if he was just a straight a straight white man. He'd be like, okay, where's all our representation? Mm-hmm. So it's like no matter what you say, the people are gonna complain because they, they're it's like and I'm like, all right, if you want to complain about it, just write your own story and bring it out so that we you can have the, the people that you want in the, in the roles that you want, as opposed to complaining that the bad guy was gay, like there are no bad gay people. I matter. get it.
2: I mean, the only thing I would probably say is that even though you are absolutely correct in your point, it does come off a little bit dismissive, especially if the point being made is the fact that it's like, okay... We don't mind representation, but let it not be negative representation as as opposed to positive. And sure, if you give me if you give a dynamic between the two, that's one thing. But for it to, like, from what they're from what from what they're basically point Uh their point is like for it to be an old generic gay trope that they're that they're enforcing as the stigmas for these characters. That's where it goes. Oh well.
1: But was it a, was it a stigma for the character, or was it the actual character's characterization? Well, that's what I mean. It's
2: not it's not a point. It's like Vi is a great example because mm-hmm. her 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 sexual orientation was something that was baked into the character. So it was properly celebrated.
1: Okay. Yes, but it was also it was also an appropriation of characteristics that people think that lesbians naturally have. Exactly. Like the short hair, yeah. the face tat all that,
2: right? Which is absolutely fair because it's true. But nobody's
1: complaining that Vi is a stereotypical lesbian because she's the main character and the good guy. The mm-hmm. only reason that Silco is a problem and he has stereotypical gay attributes is because he's the villain. Exactly. But that, that's a but the thing is I know you
2: can't I know I know what you I know your point. I'm agree I agree with your point. Okay, okay. I agree <laughs> with your point. The point that you're like I I agree with that that aspect. The only thing that is it's just more like, okay, well if this is gonna be the representation, then why because it's not that's the thing that's interesting about it, because there's no it's like um it's like a microaggression. Mm-hmm. Because Silco is not considered... Is not actually gay. Yeah. There's no way... There's no There's no definitive point to make on his...
1: The, the, still close gay. It's
2: yeah. just that they're using an old gay trope mm-hmm. to characterize a person, which then triggers the LGBT community because that reminds them of all of the, the, tropes, uh, the... The tropes. The tropes being used beforehand and how they are used. Oh, specifically okay. used in terms of like... It's always a villain. It's always it's always coded gay but not gay. It's always this this and this. And I'm not even saying I agree with it. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying this is, their, this point. is yeah. their point. Their point is hey, it's like how I feel about um, like just black ghetto characters or Sambo's yeah and all that or stuff. black bad guys black bad guys. It's like okay, if like you don't like if you're gonna use the trope, either innovate it or don't make it so obvious that it's like. Eh. It's, but they didn't make uh,
1: it obvious. Like, like it would have been obvious... No, if the trope. Ga- make, yeah. Don't make
2: the trope obvious. Yes, but
1: the trope would be, if he was gay, he'd be this flamboyant character. Right? No, that's
2: what I'm saying. It's not that. It's a different trope. It's a different trope. The but... trope is the sly, wily character. The, the oh. He kind of sounds gay... But he's not oh, the, gay. Is he gay? Character? Like, is he gay? Because so like the throughout the so basically it's like if you know the trope, yeah. you're not focusing on the character anymore. You're focusing on mm-hmm. finding evidence of whether or not he's gay or not.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. I get, what you're he, saying. I get the what
2: you're closet. Saying. The closet characters like so. It's like with Vi, you don't have to think. Oh, she's gay. Yeah. She. She's, she's gay. gay. Yeah. So now you can. Now you can actually enjoy. The show, the, the show, the know, character, yeah, and all right. these different things. It's all that, this looming mystery. Hanging oh my over God, is him. he gay? It's like it's like how I feel about. It's like the whole powder, the whole powder of so-called sexual assault thing. Yeah. Instead of you focusing on the story, you're not looking. For you're him. looking for. Is he sex? Did he sexually assault? Or is he doing yeah. like? It takes away from the actual character, and the actual story being created. Specifically because it 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 buys into tropes that should just not exist anymore.
1: Okay. Um, To the
2: same extent. I mean, obviously you can't get rid of tropes, but like
1: I like to see opposing because I find I find the things I don't know about a universe as mm -hmm. intriguing as the things I do. Okay. You get what I'm saying, and. (coughs) It makes it seem more real because there are people who come across you're like, is he gay? Yeah. is he gay? And uh, he and Silco kind of strikes me as one of those characters, but uh, whether he was or wasn't never really seems relevant to the fact of his, to to his character. Mm-hmm. And I think like I get what you're saying, and I understand why you say like my response become dismissy, but I think it's because I look at the characters as like their amalgamation of character traits, yeah. not just their like oh, this is a gay character. Now I don't care. You, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, if this guy's interesting, he's interesting. I don't really care who he puts his dick in or who puts his dick in him. Fair generally.
2: enough. Fair enough. But at the same time, I think it's just the fact that with human nature, mm-hmm. we don't get rid of the curiosity until we know the answer. We know so it, yeah. we get distracted by that curiosity. Yeah. So it's like, even for me, if, if, if there was a guy who was in the room, right, and I wasn't entirely sure if he was straight or gay, while he's talking, there's still going to be that mm-hmm. intrusive thought that's going, to, that's going to prevent me from specifically focusing on more important characteristics of this person. Okay. I so it see. just takes so it's not like, it's like, it's the whole thing about black, being black, being a black character mm-hmm. in a movie that could have been a white character in a movie. It's like now they're talking about Idris Elba being James Bond, right? And we already know James Bond is not a single person. Yeah. It's always been a title, yeah. But it's like, oh, Black Bond. Now he's Black Bond. Mm-hmm. He's no longer James Bond. He's no, like once you start adding um, adjectives to the beginning of nouns, those adjectives frame. Yeah, they the define n- the noun. Yeah. So it's like, oh, a coded gay character is the ad- is the adjective. So it's no longer just a character. Okay. So it's always is he gay, black. You add scaffolding. You add you add a secondary layer, that that um, yeah. You act like it's supposed to be flavor, but if you're really supposed to only think about the core, mm-hmm. you've added a filter on yeah. top of that core that you now have to you have to get through before you ever even get to mm-hmm. the actual characterization. And then the uh, what's it called
1: the the tropes like the stereotypes that mm-hmm. play in. And the, okay, I get what you're saying. Like, like, it's much more enjoyable to watch a black villain mm-hmm. that, like, speaks with proper diction, dresses well, and you're like, okay, this is just a guy, this could have been a white guy, could have been an Asian guy, yeah, okay, yeah. he just happens, he's a villain that happens to be black. Like, have you ever watched um, Serenity by Joss Whedon? Yeah. yeah. The Firefly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That guy, he just happened to be black. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. He went around murdering everybody, like, killing children, raising the, everything to the ground, and you're like, oh, this guy is terrible. But it's it's not not like because you, he's black. Yeah, he's not like oh you drive turkey like yeah, you just, yeah surprise motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> and, and I get what you're saying. Yeah, and, and
2: that's like and really that's just it also just comes back to the fact that we have an internalized <clears throat> sense of racial hierarchy that makes it so that the default has to be coded white. So anything outside of it is a is an adjective on top of a person. So it's like British accent English speaking without any kind of accent mm-hmm. or anything. Anything that that codes him different than white. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't, so the character could be anything because the character could have been white, Mm -hmm. right? It's the, that's always the one thing that's unfortunate about like, um, about how history is Mm -hmm. because we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't erase. We can't erase, yeah, we kinda race the reality that everything is white-centric. White's default. White is default. Like, even the whole Band-Aid thing. Did you hear yeah, about the yeah, whole yeah, Band-Aid it, controversy?
1: Yeah, it, it's it's colored for uh, white skin.
2: And then people got mad that they wanted to make other colored Banders, Band-Aids. Yeah. It's like, well, this isn't it a think. Is
1: it's just silly. I think, I think, like, saying, hey, I want different colored band-aids is silly, but I think also being like, hey, why do you want different... It's also silly. It's well, like, I mean,
2: because, once again, that's based off of white defaultism. Mm-hmm. So, one example. Here's my thing. Both yeah. are silly. Yeah, both are both silly. Both are silly. I would consider the question of why aren't there... Different colored band-aids. More, than, ...more important than the, oh, why do you guys want different colored band-aids? I agree. Because it's I called agree. nude color. Am I new? Is, is this I, color strip, the same as this color? If I stripped
1: down naked. You think I look like, like this? Is that <laughs> band aid?
2: Like, bro. Yeah. But, the whole once again because once again, even the term "nude" colored, yeah, is white centric. Yeah. I, I and that's so. the that's the thing that ends up. That's the thing why like I understand I understand both sides. I understand the minority, not well. I guess in this case, actual minorities, like the complaints that they have with certain shows, yeah. depictions, representations. Not only because they are technically adding to the identity of those people, but they usually are not being made by people who have the right to tell these stories. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, Serenity, Serenity, if if Joss Whedon had made the black guy who was just the ultra killer guy, like, oh, Jive Turkey, motherfucker, yeah, yeah. yeah. Suck your mother, motherfucker, yeah. yeah. Like, We would be more mad because of the fact that he
1: doesn't have the right to tell those
2: stories. Because like, you just, you don't know what the fuck you're talking if about. If
1: it was made by Tyler Perry, on the other hand, you would be like, okay, yeah. Because
2: at least you are in, you are injected into, into the actual culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, now it's, it's one of the things going back, like, and it's unfortunate because I absolutely love Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. But, oh my God, this generation cancelling Quentin Tarantino at every goddamn corner. Like, they go back on all of his movies and like, what gave you the right to use the N word? What gave you the right to make Jackie Brown, Django? Like even even just random movie that he co produced. They're just like, these movies are fucked. Yeah. And I get it. Yeah, I do I do understand it. I don't I don't completely agree. I it, but I get it because it's like, yo.
1: But, it is kind of, kind of fucked. Well, I don't get what's happening in the arts these days. Like, nowadays, everyone's like, oh, you have a, a non-trans play, person playing a trans or all that. I'm mm-hmm. so it's called acting. That's, well, like, I understand mm-hmm. wanting representation, but yeah. at the same time, like, do you want representation of the person or representation of the character?
2: Yeah. Here's my thing. I think back to uh, Martin Luther King's quote about, oh, it's, it, is, it is insulting to tell a bootless man to pull himself up by the bootstraps. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, the only people who were allowed mm-hmm. to do it were people who didn't actually have the like the ability to identify. For me, it everything like that seems like blackface to me.
1: So, so anybody acting on television on television, let's say, let's say. So, for the example I use. A non-trans person playing a trans person seems like blackface. It's dude. blackface to me. On even on television.
2: Yeah, on television, okay. I, I consider it that way. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying that's, that's how that's I how feel. It, hey, because me. at the same time, it's like you have the option. Like they do casting calls, mm-hmm. and sure, you can say, "Oh, the best actor should have played the role," but it's like, is the best actor the right actor? Because what defines best? That's true. So but- it's it's all oriented around something. So it's like if you don't put into your criterion. The fact that they have to be able to identify or accurately represent the role,
0: uh-huh.
2: then we have a problem. It's the same reason why I don't think that Hugh Jackman is the best Wolverine. Wolverine. Okay. Because why the fuck are you deciding to not go with the short person? Because Wolverine is short. Is yeah. Um, okay. And have to literally like adjust all the heights but, for it. It's some bullshit.
1: But then, uh, what's it called? Does that mean that you also that works the other way? Yeah. So you. So then you would also have a problem with the trans person, let's say playing a straight. A, a yeah, absolutely. Okay.
2: I have a problem now with um a, a singer named Ari Lennox. A little while ago, she's okay. I get you do know her. Okay, good. I thought it was more just a shake of disgust. No, like I'm she was like, even... Ari Lennox is one of, is like a really 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 amazing singer. Okay. Right. But most of her musical content is like, sultry, smutty.
1: Okay, like, a female weekend.
2: No. Not even close? It's more like, it's more like, it's sexual, but sexual in the way that, like, your girl who's kind of, who's really a nympho will talk to you while you're trying to have sex. Like, one of, like, one of her favorite, like, one of her big lines was, um, I want to sit on it. Tell me why you deserve it. Oh, okay. So it's like, that kind of shit. It's not like, Mm. slap it in my face yeah. slap it down my throat mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like it's sultry but smutty okay right. whole thing though is um she's getting a little bit she's getting flack online and not just because she just says dumb shit online but because she said that um she's no longer into guys okay like she's not into them she might have just said it because she was just tweeting dumb shit, because she just tweets dumb shit. But based off of the words that she was saying, she was like, I'm she basically saying, hey, I'm not, I'm not heterosexual. Okay. I'm not I don't like guys. Right. So for me, do what you want. But now, change your music. Because you no longer have the right to mm-hmm. mon- but to monetize off of heterosexual sexual content. Hetero appropriation. it is heteronormative appropriation. It's like, hey, if you if you don't want us, if you no longer want dick, don't sing about how you want, want dick. dick. Like, yeah, it's it, like you're it's, confusing everybody. And like. I'm only going off of the energy that was brought up because they did the same thing for um Billie Eilish, doing like that one video where she was like kind of, sort of swooning around girls and shit. And, oh my god, she's gay bait. She's gay baiting. She's gay baiting Mm -hmm. because she doesn't want to kiss women's vaginas. I'm not going to lie, it would be nice to see. But that's not the point. The point is... (laughs) We're not talking about fantasy. Uh, We're talking about... Yeah. Shout out to Chloe Bailey. Anyways. (laughs) She's so fucking gorgeous. Her thighs.
1: Hey.
2: Hey. That's the thing. That's the thing. Sorry. Anyways. uh, Oh my God. You're not supposed to, to five women, Kojo. Ah, whatever. It was um. Back to my point. The point is like, oh, it's like, I, I don't think that as soon as you decide that you're no longer are ident- you are no longer a part of a community, mm-hmm. a group, or an identity, you don't have the right to to profit off to them. profit off of them in any way, and you also don't have the right to represent them. Yes. because media's representation regardless of how you may look at it Oh art- text, artistic freedom, artistic expression. oh it was just a joke. Oh mm-hmm. God no you are you're adding to the cultural understanding of the topic which you are speaking on. Mm-hmm. And if you don't then don't if you don't if you're not if you if you can say it without it specifically affecting your representation mm-hmm. outside of like oh just you as a person but you as a concept. Fuck off!
1: Yeah, no, I could agree with that. I can agree with that, and don't. I also don't like people that sell out. Like, yeah, it just leads, leads back to the whole Aquafina conversation we were having. It's mm-hmm. so like you use you use modern, like, like black, Ivorian slang, yeah. like just yep. persona to get where you are. And as soon as you get where you are, you shed that like a coat.
2: Quentin, and, Qu- Quentin Tarantino making movies where he kills black people. With black people and call and gets them gets them and white people to comfortably say nigga. Yeah. Oh yeah, I get, get it. I get I get the argument that they have for it, but at the same time, I'm like, that I, don't
1: 100 agree. But I get your argument, and we can have a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. My problem is like people don't want to have a conversation about it. They want to tell me that this person is terrible and I should not partake. And I'm like, nah.
2: I also yeah I, I can agree with that. I also just think it's because. um we only see one instance mm-hmm. of people defending their their group mm-hmm. um, because of the fact that those people are usually the ones that also write in comments. They're probably writing in comments all day. So by the time that they get to you, they're already so tired of having to repeat the same yeah. argument that it just gets to the point where it's like, look, I don't have to explain this to you. Just yeah. fucking do Because I feel the exact same way once again about having to explain to every single white person I ever see why they can't say the N-word.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just continuously saying the same thing over and over, over and again. On a concept that should be... Obvious.
2: Yeah. And especially yeah. for... I especially feel that way. Like, I understand specifically for the gay, like gay community. Like, the LGBT community in general. Or even just other... I don't like the term people of color. Yeah, never do I. It's, it doesn't make. No, I don't like it because I think I've said this before, haven't I? All right. I feel like I've said this. Like, statistically, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Everybody else is people of color, but mm. white people are white people. No. Yeah. Everybody else is people, and then white people are people of non color. That's just All how right. that works. But let's not bring that up. The point. <laughs> I get it for the LG. I get My point was I get it for the LGBT community because it's like there are certain things that. We, like, when you identify certain mutual struggles, you should just understand a lot more. Mm-hmm. But we kind of act ignorant and dismissive and kind of, like, aloof to things that are, like, hey, you're black, you should get this. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's, like, we also have to, we also have that same exchange with them. It's, like, hey, you're gay, you should get this. Bigotry. I don't know. Discrimination. I don't know.
1: Okay. Okay, but it started with the silk thing. I don't see the silk thing as bigotry. I just no. I, I just see it as a character that m- might be gay. And that has like gay mannerisms, but we don't know if they're gay or not. Yeah. And a part of me agree, uh, sees what they're saying, but a part of me is like mm, this also feels like you're projecting.
2: Well, I mean, there's everybody needs a reason to be mad. Cuz people want to be victims more than they want to be like just normal people. human beings. Yeah.
1: People. So so like yeah, I feel I understand what you're saying. I come off as dismissive. Mm. But at the same time, it's until you can give me more than well, he feels kinda gay and he's a bad guy. Yeah. Like, not you, just the person I know, with that the people argument. Who actually... He's like it's like, alright, I'm gonna <clears throat> have to dismiss this argument because you're not really giving me much to feed off of.
2: Yeah, and, I'm I'm more just going off of what you... would be the assumed this mm-hmm. assumed response to the statement. Yeah,
1: and even with Scar, it was proven in the next movie that Scar was heterosexual. So Scar would have been metrosexual.
2: And you know what's even funnier? What? Gay people got mad at that. I know. Because they're like, he was clearly gay. Why would you make him in... Why would you heteronormatize him? But
1: if they made him gay, they'd be like, why is the bad guy gay? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? No winning. Always, I mean,
2: that's the thing we have to understand about every person. Every person, group, identity,
0: mm-hmm.
2: like, category that we that we like to label people with, right? None of those labels are monolithic. So even in us saying these people, mm-hmm. there's it's not like the entire, entire community, community yeah. said it. It's just one part of the community said something and it rose to the top and everyone yeah. said other things it's like how I feel it's like there are black people who do not agree with my points there are black people who do agree with my points there are black people who who fuck with who fuck with my content there are black people who fucking hate my content I don't consider myself to be black lives matter even though I do believe black lives matter mm-hmm. because there are certain things that I do not agree with so if I were to talk about police reform and all these different things, Pan Africanism, how the the police in general are over are overpowered, how gun guns are clearly a, a weird circular argument, all that stuff, right? They'd be like, oh you're fucking Black Lives Matter. So you have to agree with everything in Black Lives Matter. When in fact that isn't the case because in terms of group identities, it's like it's not everybody's monolithic. It's not just because I can say that I identify with this aspect of this shared identity means that I have to agree with Everything every aspect, and that's of and,
1: it. and that's the problem. And I find Black people do that a lot. Like mm-hmm. if I don't if I disagree with something, or I speak, they're like you're not Black. You they do, white little, people do it too, man. White people do too. A but lot. Asian guess, people do it too. I guess it's because I'm people. in the
2: Black community, so I hear it more. Trust so. me, and I know way too many. I know way too many white friends who are currently dating outside of the race that get worse talks than any of the stuff that that any of any black people have ever heard about interracial dating. Oh wow. Yeah, like, be- no, that wouldn't surprise me. Like you start especially when you start looking at America and the statistics of how like of how they're just no longer a thing. And especially because of the amount of co mingling that's now normal, like normalized. Mm-hmm. And then also you look at like the loving law and all that stuff and the original the original law that came into pass in the states specifically uh allowing for interracial marriages and then you start looking at the fact there was a white guy and a black woman it's like all those things we just we i think it is one of those things where we we don't always take into consideration our echo chamber when we come to conclusions on mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. like sometimes it's just we were attacked in a certain way and then we expand out from that from that it, case, yeah. rather than us like going like, oh, yeah. this like you can you can specify that as a black person, I notice this in the black community mm-hmm. a lot. but to say like especially black people's like
1: okay, yeah no, I, I, I can agree with that 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 was my slip, I guess yeah but um I oh it's in that concept can also be applied to dating. Especially when you hear a lot of, I don't date black girls because they're ghetto and this and this and this.
2: Shout out it's, to Walter. So, it's, it's Oh, Walter.
1: Just, it's just an, a, a negative experience that you are now applying across the board because... It's, it's it's laziness essentially yeah. it's laziness it's, yeah. you're too lazy to to have to think about this so you mm-hmm. just apply this sweeping statement off a few or one or two bad or like a few bad experiences and
2: then you just constantly disregard anything that disproves it yeah. and affirm the things that exactly. prove it speaking of which I don't know if you've seen this meme yet it's um okay so the the meme the words in the meme were um uh, if your, your boyfriend, your boyfriend starting a podcast is akin mm. to your, a girl starting an OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> and I died of laughter. Here's the kicker though. What? They had a picture of Fresh and Fit. Oh, damn. <laughs> so now we are all officially OnlyFans? represented by.
1: By Fresh and Fit? Yeah. Oh, damn.
2: It's like Ruby Rose and OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Or... Like, so Ruby Rose has an OnlyFans? Uh, Yeah. Not like, the not the back. Women. Not the Batman actress? No.
1: Okay. I was, that would have been weird. I was, like, I was like no wonder <laughs> she left the CW. <laughs> you know?
2: I just found my niche again.
1: Um but
2: no. Uh
1: I there was a meme about podcasts. It's like men don't go to therapy, they just start podcasts with their friends. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> they just talk about all their problems on their podcast.
2: I mean, one is just way more profitable than the other. The actual facts. Yeah. And you can just say some shit. That, honestly I think that a lot of times is like especially nowadays a lot of people need therapy just because we don't have the same we don't have the same um natural urge to want to communicate our problems with other people with other, yeah so it's like we can pay somebody to listen to us work through our our problems. our problems and it's like and also just other humans aren't yeah. like a lot of therapists are taught proper listening and communication skills which is one of the things that I've just human like nowadays people just aren't taught mm. and it's harder because before when you didn't have communication skills you'd only be talking to maybe like twenty people. And yeah. over time you you naturally learn how to calibrate your, your communication to another person. It's a part of friendship. It's part of any kind of um any kind of longstanding relationship. yeah relationship. Whereas in society nowadays we talk to so many people or like either either organically or artificially like some like texting mm-hmm. texting people being on being in comment sections because some of you guys are fucking weirdos and like to be in comment sections alright
1: let me just say this if you find yourself arguing with someone in the comment section remember the kind of people that populate the comment section exactly
2: I'm not saying don't leave comments on our videos though leave you, comments leave or... comments <laughs> just don't argue just don't argue please it's a, it's a place of peace you <laughs> don't want problems you don't want problems always <laughs> <laughs> I don't want problems I want peace always, always. <laughs> unless I'm going like super petty oh man I'm not gonna lie and this is just a side note I really do regret not having sex with all two girls I really do I, oh my I, you know what's funny I could've had sex with all three of them Yo,
1: never go full DEFCON one but like leaves a, leaves burnt ground or right. raises like, the ground I just, around it you. was
2: just a scheduling I could've done a hat trick that's true that is true ugh I miss hat tricks yeah. Now, now I'm a now I'm a committed man and in like just I, I, decent I, I, I some just being. Perfect weeks. God damn What was I talking about again?
1: <laughs> 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 Nothing. We we're about to end. Actually. Okay. Perfect time for that. Yeah. Um, so, guys, uh, keep roaming and aim for hat tricks. Uh,
2: uh, uh. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into the Roaming Podcast. We have new episodes out every Monday and Friday for news info and updates. You can find us on Instagram at the Roaming
1: Empire.